0: Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 12, Episode 13,
1: The Replicants.
2: Ooh, they're not those running blade types just, just going to say, say, there's, there's going to be a lot of Blade Runner references this episode. <laughs> Even though they don't want really to say the word replicants once the entire time. Yeah, because I was going to say in the
1: ep, it's not that. Right. It's a lot of Dalai Lama and Saddam Hussein. Yes. Saddam
2: <laughs> Hussein. <laughs> Saddam Hussein. Cousin of Saddam, Saddam Hussein. Saddam, Saddam, Saddam Hussein. Man. Father of Barack Hussein Obama. Gomorrah. <laughs> 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 I gave up everything. <laughs> uh, do you think he fucked Gomorrah? Because they weren't really related, right? Uh, Thanos? The, yeah, the Mad Titan I don't himself. I so, no, no. Because he
1: was married to death.
2: That was oh, that's wife, right. And they so. left that whole plot out of the For the, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing to bring in. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's what's kind of funny, too. That was like, comics are weird. Like, they are sci-fi and fantasy. It's like, that would have been cool to have it. You know, that would have been a cooler motivation than... I've got to bring balance to. Oh, I'm a <laughs> Thanos Brandenburg. Yeah, I've here. got the
1: time traveling uh, stone. Only I am responsible
2: yes. enough to time travel. Do not, not like do that, you young Avengers out there. Shouldn't
0: be fucking <laughs> with the
2: timeline, or else Paul Rudd has a has a kid that's older, and now he's <laughs> kind of attracted to her when he sees her at that screen door. Because that's all I remember from Avengers Endgame, the movie I was in. (laughs) I literally, when people say Avengers Endgame, I think of Paul Rudd going through the time thing and then meeting his kid at his house when he's finding out it's all scary five years after the the blip or something. The blink, the blip, Blip, the snap, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, Groven Snake says, didn't I learn anything from Wayne's World to start the show? It's three... Oh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. It's, if it's your, your first time with us, uh, we kind of break down every single episode of the History Channel's Ancient Aliens. And uh, we love the show, but also we're very critical of... To wipe down the... <laughs> it's <thing>. fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we criticize our own computer that we use all the time. No, we uh, criticize... Um, critique I think shall we say not just criticize but we'll yeah. critique the evidence presented on ancient aliens and uh, then we kind of you know lovingly make fun of the the ancient astronaut theorists on the show and their ilk um, yes. but uh, yeah you can support us uh, at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens if you like the show you basically just get two extra podcasts every month that are exclusive to patreon we throw one or two on there once in a while on the, the probing ancient aliens feed here and um, you get Adventurous ghost, which is just like this show, but for ghost adventures on Travel Channel. And then uh, Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into subjects oft-discussed on the show, or people oft-seen on the show. Uh, most recently, uh, I believe it was Travis Wiseman, one of our long-running patrons reminding me that i had not posted the second episode (laughs) of july uh just under the gun on the 30th so on the 30th i posted our review discussion of the first couple episodes of the secret of skinwalker ranch which is starring uh ancient astronaut well sorry not he's not an astronaut theorist starring ancient aliens own travis dr travis taylor phd double phd um, who's a handsome hunk of a science man. Yes. Who, oddly enough, looks like the, one of the most Mormon men ever, but mm. he is not. Yeah. But he is working for a Mormon on the show. Exactly. Cer- or, uh, Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Very odd show,
1: entertaining.
2: We've watched yeah. a few eps. I still want to watch more. Yeah. 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 Um, I, think, I think my wife and I watched a couple more like last week or two weeks ago or something Mm. like that. So we'll have to finish it at some point. Grovesnake says he's going to
1: resub in the morning. So thank you for that. thank
2: you very much. Um, Yeah, we appreciate all the support on Patreon. We appreciate you guys subscribing to the show. Tell your friends about this show. you guys simping us out there. You're giving us elaborate gifts and Mm -hmm. such. It's very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I don't think... Shit, do we have a new patron? I don't think we have one since last week. So... Um, we can so do it's Grove Snake. Well, oh yeah, he's the first Twitch. I was gonna say yeah. this is the Fat Matt sponsored. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, this will be the uh, the Grove Snake. Yeah, I would um, say Grove. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and it's grove. Yeah. Uh, this is the Grove Snake sponsored segment of how you doing, Steve, and how you doing, Joey. So how you doing, Steve? Grove Snake yeah. and Joey asks. Doing, doing okay. It yeah. was uh, another hot weekend out here. Oh yeah. Uh, and the weather was
1: heated up oh, too. Oh <laughs> yeah. Matt was just sweating up a storm on that leather couch. Oh yeah, it was nice, shirtless. And, yeah, just got nice and foggy in here. Oh, yeah. Put on some strobe lights. Felt like I was at a rock show, you know, like pre-COVID, you know, back in the good right. old days. <laughs> man, sweat and fog and yeah. lights and blasting yeah. shitty music. So yeah, and lots of bad sense of people. Exactly. Um, you know, just that full, full experience. So yeah. it was pretty good. Uh, yeah. I yeah. how do we golfed. Uh, <laughs> we went disc golfing. We Friday. did the Modern Times uh, launch party. Yes, for Anaheim, yes. which was
2: uh, pretty solid. Three years later than they wanted to. Uh, exactly. The Anaheim location, which they call Leisure Town, is finally yeah. open. So exactly. It's so. over by uh, whatever Anaheim, kind of State Disneyland, Honda Center kind yeah. of area. Um, and yeah, Disneyland of course. Um, but yeah, that was a long time coming for. Those of us that listen to, those of us, goddamn, <laughs> those of you that listen to Beer, They're Drunk, that our other podcast, our first podcast, which has become more of a bonus podcast, um, we discuss, we kind of review a different craft brewery each episode. Yeah. Uh, but also we'll do like like a new line of beer. Like we we, we reviewed a specific line of beer from Modern Times yeah. that was all about quarantine and weird right. shit like that. Um, as Matt said, your roommate, Matt, you were just discussing like a rock star. Um, said we should do uh, some beer movie reviews like Cold Brew or Beer Fest or whatever, too. Uh, Strange Brew. Strange Brew, cold sorry. Brew. He <laughs> said Cold Brew, so... Yeah, he's, yeah. virt- he's an idiot. The, <laughs> um, I was going to say the Machowski Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the McKenzie Brothers. The Machomskis. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've been waiting for that fucking place to open forever. And the brewery itself, it became a running joke within a joke on their social media where they would pre-tell people in any post please don't ask when Anaheim's opening in this post because the comments would just be filled with, okay, but what about Anaheim? Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was classic uh, Southern California bureaucratic... Zoning laws and bullshit that people have yeah, to go just through the to city start a business here. Claim
1: they're going to be into opening and letting breweries come in, and then that didn't quite trickle down all the way it should have. Yeah. And then the mayors changed, which made it even worse. So yeah, it was yeah. just a,
2: a a bit of a nightmare to to get it open. It well, cause, like because but... now the mayor of Anaheim is Mayor McCheese. Yeah. And he doesn't like that Modern Times only serves plant based food. Yeah. Um, he can't doesn't... get real cheese. Can't get real right. beef. He doesn't want them to perfect plant-based cheese and beef because and, they serve burgers and right. nacho cheese and stuff it's like coconut based whatever yeah. he doesn't want them to perfect it because he's got to keep them real processed burgers right. flowing to the mouths exactly. of the Angel fans and Mighty Ducks fans well and, just
1: the ducks and the old mouse Okay. Yeah, the House of Mouse is yes. true. That's yes. that's the biggest part of it. <laughs> You're <laughs> obsessed with the sports stadiums. <laughs> Even when it's like, I actually enjoy <laughs> Disneyland much more. <laughs> Clearly, there's something yeah. a little bit more popular. There's a there. mouse yeah. on the Mighty Ducks. No, okay. it's the oh. ducks. Okay, yeah, with the fucking mountains and stuff out <laughs> over there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing good. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And then brisket on uh, Sunday.
2: Yeah. Uh, a little, Steve little came little to uh, uh, the old family dinner. Sunday dinner. Yes. He hung out with uh, Gail yeah. over there. I was
1: trying to get some How You Do It content, yeah. and then I kind of <laughs> forgot.
2: Because <laughs> she showed up a little later. And then, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah she's in HR in the restaurant business. Yeah. So and she's true. had to work a lot of Sundays closing down locations. Right, based on outbreaks and such. And their company still does all like old school, like actual mm. paperwork. It's mm. really, really yeah, dumb, yeah. but. Um. Yeah, she once again didn't listen to uh, how I like old world style beers too because she doesn't like IPAs or a yeah. lot of stouts or whatever. But um, she always acts like I spend $200 every couple weeks on just the old world styles that I buy from modern times her. just for her. Oh, so, right, right, right. Um, and I go, nope, I drink yeah. them too. Do that abba Dabba ding dong? Mm-hmm. Um, she, there's a beer called Abaddon. She wasn't asking for right. my penis. Yeah, but exactly. Not that I wouldn't. Yeah, know. the wing wong.
1: <laughs> as you give it a little flip whip mm-hmm. uh how um, are you doing joe
2: i'm uh i'm doing well um i played yeah i played disc golf three times this week it was national disc golf day saturday technically. yes um and uh frequently play at the uh el dorado course in long beach mm-hmm. uh so if you see us over there give us a shout out <laughs> yeah we look like the logo Stay of the far show, away. so yeah yeah. Um,
1: yeah i have a big bulbousy head right <laughs> We're connected at the chest with <laughs> exactly. a third nipple third joining nipple.
2: us, um, and we're yeah. we're carrying probes around. Exactly, so, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that with no shirt, just like yes.
1: wandering the park with all the hobolos <laughs> right. and such. So, uh,
2: well, we only have the the one arm each, right? So, and we have to hold our probe, so we play disc golf a little differently by kind of wing wonging it around yeah. the axle of the probe. So, right? Uh, is Matt watching super loud shit on his phone as always? Because it's coming through the mic.
1: Um, uh it's not coming you're just here it's
2: not picking up on here but okay can, all, right. Yeah. all right um um but uh even though there's a tv right there unless it's pornography um disc but oh he's watching disc golf it's over there <laughs> there you go <laughs> um but yeah anyway uh played three times in three days and um i've been trying obsessively to improve form and driving distance and things like that so uh, yeah, and we played today before having some dinner and coming over here. Um, almost feels normal because we went out to an actual restaurant and ate, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I uh, overall, I don't know. It was a pretty mellow weekend for the most part. Too, yeah. Sh- too short too as, as too usual, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, nothing too crazy to write home about or to tell you people about. Um we do have some news for you, though. Some interesting alien ufology news happened over the weekend. The first, I'm sure everybody heard about, uh, Elon Musk, old Teslaman himself. Yeah. He tweeted out that he was replying to somebody else, and he said, The pyramids were built by aliens. Obv. O-B-V. So, obviously. Right. And then um, the Egyptologist and the Egyptian government. Um, this is actually really interesting, because... The guy that actually tweeted him back mm-hmm. was Egypt's Minister of International Cooperation, uh, Rania Al-Mashat, um, who you, maybe you could argue is like the head of Egyptology over there. I don't know. As we've right. talked about on the show, Egyptology has become its own dogmatic religion kind right, of right, like right. view of archaeology, uh, even in the face of... Excuse me. Sorry, Steve, in advance. Um, <laughs> uh, even in the face of... The evidence presented by Robert Shock about mm, how the, the about <laughs> how the uh, the rock walls around the Sphinx show uh, way too many thousands of years more erosion evidence than the Sphinx is supposed to be as old as. So, um, and there's there's lots of things like that, right? Yeah. So, uh, also though, even in the face of of more carvings being found, I think a month or so ago, further corroborating that, like. Uh, they found something like 2014 where it's like, hey, they found a parchment from one of the foremen that built the, you know, that like managed the building of the pyramids for like a fucking 10 year period, and he said took over 40 years, like, cause he was like the last 10 years or something. He's like, we've been doing this for 40 years, right? And they literally built these massive canal offshoots from the Nile so ships could go right up close to where they were um, needed to offload the giant blocks, whatever. Right, right, right. Like I think I, I think I said that a few weeks ago, but also. Still doesn't explain how easily they brought the blocks up and stacked them. So mm-hmm. getting there on a ship is one thing, but it's still insane that however they just did transport it. them around, yeah. right? And so, um, anyway, but the uh, Alma Shot wrote to Elon Musk said, "I follow your work with a lot of admiration. I invite you and SpaceX to explore the writings about how the pyramids were built, and also to check out the tombs of the pyramid builders, Mister Musk. We are waiting for you." um but uh yeah anyway it was kind of interesting that um even elon musk who may or may not have been joking you know or whatever but uh it i I would actually be really interested if somehow this more comes of this and he and he gives his own like if they if they put you know said hey mr musk we're from egypt here gun to your head how do you think they built the pyramids if it wasn't uh aliens right i would wonder how as like a super smart kind of engineering guy he would even theorize yeah. those blocks could be because like he that, responded you know? saying
1: like oh there's articles online through this one group right. i'm good to go don't worry exactly yeah, yeah. So. um but uh but that's what yeah, yeah it's if like, you're like hey elon can you right take a stab with all of your crazy knowledge again i don't know if it's worth his time because like he's obviously been on joe rogan a bunch and he's mm-hmm. like well I my time is is effort and dollars and this and that so right. like i just expend this any like kind of turns it into, like, a bank, and it's like, well, I have only so many hours and so many minutes and all the things, so I can expend my my time and brain power to do this,
2: this, or that. So it's like, what am I going to use or waste my time on? Exactly. So. I wonder if there's erotic fiction titled Elon's Musk, and it's about him sexually. Right. It's a slash fiction with him and Bill Gates. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That oddly enough, his wife, Grimes, writes. Right. Um, she wrote a whole album about it. It's a rock opera. Yeah, <laughs> Grimes also someone I would have never been exposed to as a musician if I hadn't worked with Steve. Yeah, and another coworker Sal, who was yeah. a super hipster and with music yeah. back in 2008. Yeah, and yeah, he was listening to that album in yeah
1: at least 2009. I think. Yeah. I think that's when he came. I West Coast uh, bar- bar- Barely Check. 2010 or 11. At least <laughs> exactly. But I feel yes. like it was even before that. Yeah, but. Because we obviously would be you like, can look at the release date on a stupid fucking yeah, thing,
2: but. we'd be like, "Oh, who's this?" Sal I just like Grimes, yeah, then, which which reminds me of it makes me think it should be some like old jazz singer or something. Mm-hmm. It's just Grimes or something, yeah, but. Yeah. It's like a, she's like a British gal or something like that. Uh, or is she I don't American? She's <laughs> British.
1: I think she's from here. Yeah. But she's just like a weirdo, like hipster electronica kind of. Who I think is like half
2: of Elon Musk's age,
1: but they just had their baby. Could be yeah. Kyle or whatever. Yeah. I feel like she's like 30 something. Yeah. But he he already has kids from another person, yeah, too. Yeah. So it's not like his first go around.
2: I always forget he's South African as well. Yeah. He
1: does have a weird accent. Lickers and flickers. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He's obsessed was...
2: with prawns. Exactly. <laughs> scrolls. Uh he's really getting into cat food manufacturing. Yeah. Um we just all know prepping why. up, yeah. You know. Um just prepping up, you know. Um <laughs> but uh well, prepping is a big like subject Thing now with doing. COVID, yeah. quarantine right, riots, right, whatever, right. all that shit's really coming to a head. Yes. Um not the riots or anything, but just people freaking out. Exactly Going, I told was. you so. Right.
1: Cuz um, all those doomsday preppers were probably rock hard when all this stuff happened oh, cuz yeah. like See, everyone's yes. going to the store. I got all my shit. Yep. And then, like, two two <laughs> months later, well, we can
2: all go back to Costco, and it's not a problem. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of buy toilet paper again. Yeah. Oh, uh, you can easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Although, uh, when I was at Costco for the first time since quarantine, oh. uh, last week or the week before, I was picking up a contact lens refill. Mm. And I was like, oh, I should just get paper towels and toilet paper while I'm here. Uh, paper towels were still there, except it, all the Kirkland ones were gone. It was only Bounty left, and I still which bought I some. only get the Bounty. I don't get the Kirkland. They're both fine, um, now, as my
1: mom says. Don't don't skimp on those paper <laughs> products. Get get the name brand good stuff, because yeah. there's there's especially in toilet paper, there's quite a bit of a difference. And those Kirkland yeah. paper towels are shit because this dickhead buys those, and I buy the Bounty ones. <laughs> there's a noticeable difference. Um, do you use them to wet and wipe your butt? Uh, the paper towels, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But only with hose water, so it's a little bit of a process. Mm, you know, exactly. Got go outside, turn the hose on, yeah. wrap that thing tight. Well, that's mineral water, pocket. right?
2: Because it's outside, it well, collects all the minerals. Well,
1: all yeah, all the deposits. It's you know yeah. got a lot of chlorine and yeah. um, you know fluoride, fluoride and some other
2: things built up in that. You got to keep your butt's mouth clean. Exactly. I don't <laughs> want any fluoride. more
1: cavities in my cavities. Right.
2: Okay? <laughs> that's how you get a seed stuck right. and then you die. <laughs> you know die <laughs> um someone i someone i know thought that uh they were bragging about not eating strawberries and things with seeds cuz they think it. they think berries and fruit are gross okay um i'll tell you who it is off, yeah, off mic say. but uh because her friends told her that's what causes colitis and i said no, or diverticulitis where you get the pockets in yeah. your no if intestine. you have it it fucks it up <laughs> exactly uh, and she just went oh, <laughs> afterwards, uh, and then said, "Well, strawberries are still like eating sand." And I said, "Okay, because no. of the texture of the seeds." Strawberries so like, are delicious. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm but, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other big piece of news. So there's been a pretty good amount of ufology news the past month or two. Um, the uh, Pentagon admitted that. A, that first, those Navy videos were were uh, are what they say they are. They are UFOs. Right. Um, and they're not saying, like, oh, they're crazy spaceships. They're right. like, they are an unidentified. Right. right. We do not know who built those things. And to their knowledge, the wor- Earth no, did don't not want on build this planet, those things. It, yeah. Right. And there's that quote everyone's saying in the past couple of weeks where it's like, they're using, there are materials that we have not found and have not made on this to Earth. Or, yeah, yeah, on yeah. This, yeah, replicated on Earth. And so then yesterday, the day before, uh, the Pentagon also admitted their UFO program still exists. Right. So it's still going strong. Um, they also say they're, like, downplaying the Navy's videos kind of, though, <laughs> again. Um, but, again, I th- it's it's cool because this is proving, like, Lou Elizondo and all these, you know, other, other people's uh, right. point that the different branches of the government – or military, or what have you, are just like any company where they're rivals with each other. As yep. much as they're on the same macro team, right. they're all rivaling, rivaling, they're all rivals, rivals with each other. Yeah. A uh, they all have rifles on each other. Yeah. Um, ripe holes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. They, they point the rifle and say, Give me your ripe hole. Yeah. Um, or I'm going to leak yeah. uh, Project Blue Book pictures. Right, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leak all over. You. Yes. I'm gonna leak my project blue balls yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> it's rough. Soft bread. Um but uh but yeah, like this is like I don't know. And, and I haven't heard too much from um the ancient astronaut theorists, but the Ryan Sprague's the Hysteria fifty ones, the <laughs> whatever's uh what the is that? John Goforth and Brent something Hadley Had, no, Hadley's not the stupid no, Howard Scott, guy. I wasn't even trying to be right. frank. No, I know. i just I always forget people's names. Um, you know that. Uh, Brent from work. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, they're they're the ones posting like they're like Sprague was like your move, Navy. He's <laughs> 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 <There's>, like devolving.
1: <laughs> I'm in Hawaii. Go, knife. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you see his post today where he's like, uh, um, I actually caught a mouse with just a string. A tortilla chip <laughs> and some tape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, it was conduct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, uh, well, that was major news. So other than that, no other news. But, yeah, major pain, um, huh? reporting for duty sir (laughs) um but uh i guess we can kind of jump right well we got a review i know into reaching for the stars oh see i thought Uh. (laughs) you'd say into the app because usually jumping into it we'll have to do a better segue than that for the app but uh yeah we have uh uh some reviews to read from some fans some five-star reviews and a little segment we call reaching for the stars where we call, oh God, we ask you, <laughs> the Probers and ProBets out there, or the prolapsers All of us listeners. Yes. <laughs> all of us listeners to the show. Um, yeah, I'm the only one. I, I've started 28 different Patreon accounts yes, to support exactly. ROH. Yeah. Quite nice. you got to juice it up. It's like all the writers that right. buy up their book to be a New York Times bestseller, right, right. and then they make all that money back and then something. Exactly. You know, so. Once it gets cooking. Exactly. They're the self-hypemen. Tipping points. Um, but yeah, Reaching for the Stars, where we ask you the little Probers, ProBets, or pro or astronauts out there to be gender neutral, to go on iTunes Apple, or sorry Apple Podcasts uh, soon to be Google Podcasts as well. So Google Google Play Music is as it yells at me every fucking time I open it because I have an Android says in in fucking September October this this is going away and mm. all podcasts will move to Google Podcasts. So oh, okay. I'm hoping they also have reviews like reviewable uh, stars yeah, yeah. or whatever on there too, but. Um, but anyway, give us a five-star rating, review us in the comments of that rating, and we'll read it on the air, no matter what it says, and give you a shout-out, just like Galactic daddy uh, on Apple Podcasts. Titles, they review Cream City Cannibal, which I believe is, um, what's his face? Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. That's called the Cream City Cannibal. Because cannibal. I think it was on like a Patreon Cream episode, oh, or, because right. it was like, it's Wisconsin, or right, some right. shit, I don't know. But, uh... Because uh, we were talking about the Dark Tourist show that you yeah, recommended yeah, yeah. to me, and they go and to the, the, the Jeffrey Dahmer yeah, heads, yeah, yeah, the yeah. chicks that are all obsessed yeah. with them. But uh, yeah, uh, they gave us five stars, uh, equals Milwaukee, Wisconsin, John from Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, that's his review. <laughs> the, yeah. the equal sign, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, John from Wisconsin. Oh, Thank you, Galactic daddy Um And then there's a really mean one-star review that I'm not <laughs> going to... Give the time of day there. Uh, and then we have what on uh, uh, Castbox. box
1: right? And Grossnake, it says, Why does it say deleted message? It's because uh, there's a troll in the chat, so I had to mm. block and ban them. So it deletes their comments. Um, okay. This is from okay. Florida. This is five stars from Florida Sparky. Which we don't know if this is a faux bandy like, exactly. account, but uh, go for it. Okay. I mean, I was just going to say it's because
2: Florida and whatever. Exactly. Um, Five stars, skip to the 40-minute mark for most episodes to hear them actually talk about the show. Summary, two dudes talk about their lives and occasionally the show Ancient Aliens. Steve and Joey, for the love of all things holy, can you not chew into the microphone like a bunch of (laughs) fucking animals? Thank you. Thank you. And it's Um, five stars in the title, I think. Exactly, yes. Which I think is them typing the star emojis because you can't rate stars on CastBox. Right. Um, But yeah, thank you very much for your guys' Star readings and support of the show. Um, we've been having a, a good little uptick in listenership lately too. I mean, for us anyway, but I mean we we don't want to start a podcast and have to be a million subscribers right yeah, off the bat. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. um five percent conversion rate. Come on. Yeah. That is the second person in a year who okay. asked us asked well, me, the other guy, um, when I remember when I met with that person and talked to him for like three yeah. hours and he said, oh, "Well, I just want to be like the next Sean Hannity right off the bat." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Like, you know, he was a journalist for like 20 years. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And then yeah, it's like, "Come on, dude." <laughs> um, and this other person said, "Well, you know, he asked he asked how many subscribers do you have." And I said, and he's like, "Oh, well, I mean, I probably had like a million pretty close to when I started." I was like, "What are you? I was like, that's no, Joe Winnie Rogan goes numbers to start. Right. Hasn't started anything yet." Right. It's like that's Joe Rogan numbers right. nuts. So, anyway. Um, but uh, we hope he's listening. <laughs> um, what the fuck else was I going to say? That was it, right? Uh, sure. I, oh, I was saying thanks for your support. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, fuck everyone. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, my mind is, is slow today. Well, it's, we why. got a late start here. We did some yeah. some disc golfing, and then had a very heavy meal yes. afterwards. Yeah, I, I think
2: we're doing the sugar crash thing. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I had a milkshake at my dinner. So. <laughs> As your aperitif. <laughs> yeah. And then it was bacon, biscuits, and gravy. With some <laughs> with some eggs. Yes. So not um, eggs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, good restaurant though. Good little restaurant. Get some seventies sound effects. Burp. Oh, there we go. Burp <laughs> from the seventies. <70s>. Seventies.
1: <laughs> uh yellowish tint well
2: joey's kind of got a yellow <laughs> tint on his oh, yeah. uh,
1: twitch right now which is kind of a 70s vibe i've
2: so. also got kind of a yellow tint just from being outside so much i've been getting oh, a yeah. tan man going oh yeah on. we've got t- you've got sandal foot which yes, you're uh, usually against but yeah. you're just leaning leaning into it now, shorts huh? and sandals always fine yeah uh jeans and sandals never mind yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but even sandals in certain public events you would not true. like very true but yes.
2: um, uh, especially because a lot of the people that only wear sandals have disgusting feet as well. Right. Because it only brings more attention to those disgusting <laughs> feet. Um, <laughs>
1: There's a certain person or people mm-hmm. with the sandal feet that take yes. big
2: gross shits yes. at places of business as yes. well. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. It's uh. Sandals are a weird fucking thing. Uh, now you've been rocking the tech sandals oh, exclusively yeah. exactly. for disc golf. <laughs> uh, and
1: I've got that nice two bar uh, tan tan yes. line now, so it feels pretty good. Yes. Um, but my drives have been longer than ever. So oh, yeah. it's
2: it's working. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. Like we've actually. I mean, we've been playing a lot more, but I feel like uh we've been having our own little renaissance in our own disc golf skill. Yeah. Um. And it's not just by going out there, but like watching, watching how all like the newer generation of pros do things, and how all that, all those fundamentals have been refined and distilled down to like, hey, remember these five things for this. Remember these five things. Like, it's <laughs> like much more digestible. Where back in the day, I even looked at forums when I was looking for tips about like my grip and yeah, all this stuff. Got any tips? And there was like, there was like Reddit posts from like 2010. They were like, well, Climo does this grip exclusively, and says that if you do this grip, it's never going to work. But mm-hmm. then like five years later, it's like, oh. The world record holder for distance has that exact... It, it's like yeah. okay, Again, guys. It's yeah. kind of uh,
1: yeah, because your hand, everyone's hands are so different, right? Length, shape, contours, all yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a lot more options out there. It's yeah. not one for all. Well, Amanda. and like,
2: and because now an example of that is like all the disc golfers are like, what's most important? You have to remember a few things, but what's most important is that the grip is comfortable. Yeah. Because if you're straining, you're gonna fuck everything up and yeah. stress yourself out and fuck your drive right, up and right, whatever. Right. And that's what I was doing for. 19, Eighteen years, you know, since I started playing. So, yeah. um, thinking I have to do this exact thing all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, you know, so. you just gotta
1: feel what feels right. Yeah. And Grove Snake says Crocs and Snocks, Snacks Crocs <laughs> and Socks for the win.
2: Ooh, God, those are even gross. <laughs> now, well, do you buy actually, those KFC ones <laughs> I appreciate the socks because Crocs without socks Extra are the most black. disgusting yeah. combination because of the sweat factor. And so, well, one, yeah, one of the grossest.
1: Sandal Trends ever, which is sort of coming back, is the the girl sandal platform super black oh. foam yes. sandal yeah, yeah. Yep. with the toe rings and such. Mm-hmm. And then it just is that's Grime Town for yep. sure. Or the white platform 2000s. ones where you see all that well, disgusting the extra black.
2: shit. Yeah, that's, that's Ugh, even more so disgusting. Fucking gross. Um, but uh, anyway, now that we've... <laughs> we do have some sandal flop vids coming. We've yep. been getting yeah, our yeah. tans up because yep. of that reason. Exactly. Um, also, speaking of skin... Steve did melt again. He got a third-degree burn himself on a motorcycle for the second time in two months. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or a month, maybe. <laughs> oh, <Sorry>. yeah. I <laughs> so did. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, is, it is shocking. It's, it's a really... post a pic of it. Later. Yeah, you should. Yeah. It's a really bad <laughs> burn on your calf, your ankle calf. Yeah. Um, the other uh, one was on your, like, outside of one of your ankles. Yeah. So one, I was putting
1: a bike away, and it was still hot. Right. And I, like, bumped it. And that's the ankle one. And the other one, you were eating hot pudding on a bike. Exactly. Uh, And it kind of curled up. And that's when I pulled back real quick. I was like, "Mm, this tastes weird. And then I bumped it. Yeah,
2: the skin's up. But I love it. The fleshy meat. (laughs) I eat with uh, with my ankle. (laughs) Hot bread. Uh, um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) But this one, I was like working on the bike in the backyard, started it up, went to like push it back while I was sitting on it, Mm -hmm. and then hit a little divot in the grass and oh. then bump my leg on it and mm. it burned right
2: away. Because you got a lot of gopher damage in that grass. Well, it's there. that
1: dumb weird like so there's the flat cement platform. Yes. Then there's this like faux grass box because then it goes oh, yeah, the yeah. cement line that runs right. all the way around, then the full grass. Yes. So it was like that weird grass box yes. that like it like caught and the wheel didn't go over. Right. So I just like
2: someone's dad needs it. to make the backyard motorcycle safe. Yeah. Been talking about it for years, and now there's we're two injuries deep here. Yeah, someone ate shit on a rascal a
1: few months back. Back
2: there, when are the
1: injuries gonna end? They flipped over over the handlebars front, thinking they.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he should. Also put a handrail on those stairs out there cuz that's not up to code either. You can't exactly. have a fucking 3 foot drop off. Yeah, how can I no handrail. Yeah. How am I
1: supposed to like, rip and get sick sort of, you know, grinds and crusts out there if there's no rails for me to yeah. go grip?
2: How are you supposed to impress Grimes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And musk out there. <laughs> hey guys, check it out. <laughs> We're just hanging out in the city that you live in. Yeah, and I'm just sitting on the <laughs> the handrail. Alluding to exactly where we yeah. record. Check. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: check us out. Um but anyways, yeah, so it singed the meat of my calf, which that oh. part of my calf's been burned a few times by motorcycles, because it's where the exhaust runs on those. Yeah. It's a dumb, like, little Chinese 125, like, SSR bike.
2: Uh, there goes a whole bunch hot. of our Asia-Pacific audience, okay? <laughs> well, they're the known. dumb Chinese <laughs> part of the bike. <laughs> if you're part of that motorcycle world, you know that the Chinese right.
1: pit bikes and stuff are just like, right. they're well, fine like, enough. They dumb get the Chinese done. is the brand, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like D-U-M-E-N. Right, exactly. <laughs> um but yeah so ssr is like a quote-unquote known chinese brand there's right. like a whole shitload of just weird ones yeah but anyways and then the i use chinese motors in my uh the slow adult motorcycle group i'm in Got it. we all put those on because they're like three four hundred bucks for a 125 or 140 yeah we're normally like a honda is going to be like a thousand plus oh wow so and but do you, you get what you get pay it. for Sometimes, okay. uh, but some, but, also, but they actually do last pretty long. They're pretty because yeah. they just clone the Hondas, right? Right. So, like ten years ago, when I first bought a Chinese bike, it it literally went to shit the second time I rode it hard, and yeah. I took it back, and they gave me a new engine, and then it shit it out. Yeah. But the tech and whatever they use to make it, they they figured out like, oh, if we actually make this a little better, uh-huh. people will trust it more, and then they'll buy the shit out of them because it's way cheaper, right. and then we can actually start charging even more, right? Because the first Chinese bike I had was like super no name brand. Yeah. I probably paid like three fifty for yeah. it.
2: Then well, the and people people misinterpret it as a dragon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A dragoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you didn't get the reference because yeah. I was calling him a goon. Dragoon.
1: Um, but then I bought that SSR probably like five years ago, and it was like six hundred bucks. Mm. And now that same SSR is like a thousand. Oh, but wow. a lot of it too is the dumb S- smart Chinese. huh? Well, no, a lot of the problem is too is the fucking Trump bullshit where they're tariffing oh, the yes. fuck and yeah, and all yeah. the t- the import taxes and, and that fees. is tariffing. It is. It's, it's scary <laughs> as shit. So so terrifying. Yeah. But um, so you used to be able to get shit way cheaper. Now it, that's actually jacking up the price too. Wow. So. Do, but no one in America is going to make
2: that shit that cheap. Well, have you come like to terms home. with the fact that by supporting this, you spit in the face of our freedoms? Perfectly. Yes, it's yeah. fine. I, freedom also means cheap shit, right. okay? <laughs> I want cheap shit. And we're not going to wear symbols of fear on our yeah. face, okay? I will not wear a symbol of fear on yes. my face. Uh, something that Steve actually heard a person say yes. at the lake a couple at weeks the lake. ago. Yeah, yeah. As These two grown
1: <laughs> men were talking about masks. I think one maybe wore masks and the other guy was kind of giving them a shit. But then they got so worked up, they weren't, like, fighting with each other. They were both like, yeah, this bullshit. And the guy's like, I will not wear a representation of fear on my (laughs) face. I will go around and do whatever I want. Uh, And then he's like, and so now I goes into these places. I get what I want. And I I went up to the cash register, and the fucking girl's like, where's your mask? I was like, hey, I identify as wearing a mask. (laughs) And she thought that was so funny.
2: And I was like, you fucking piece of shit. Just doubled down on a uh, deeper level of bigotry. Yeah, being a total Ignorance. white piece of shit. <laughs> totally making fun of, like, gender identity and all that Race, kind of stuff. All <laughs> the stuff. All the
1: things. This guy's just fucking with yeah. people. We never make fun of trans issues yeah. or anything <laughs> No, but I mean, like, no, that, yeah. yeah, it's like genuine. He's then, serious about yeah, it. Yeah, because then there was another guy up there who yeah. had, like, a, a, you know, one of the UTV, like, side-by-sides with a giant Trump flag, and it yeah. said, Trump 2020, no more bullshit. Oh, my God. And he had the hat on, and he was trying to, like, rile people up, asking us all questions. <laughs> and then... uh <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, and then some lady the night the day before mm-hmm. was talking. They're like, uh, "So the lake I go to is up in Paso Robles." Yeah, identify whatever West Coast. <laughs> West Coast elite. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and I guess she was up there, and she's like talking to someone else, like, yeah. "I don't know what they're talking about. Systematic racism? We're not racist up here in San Luis Obispo." Oh and my it's like. God. No, that's not true. Are you fucking? Kidding? This is like one of the whitest parts of California right. you can fucking be in. Like, and, and Paso Robles used to be a shit town mm-hmm. until about 20 years ago and wine started taking yeah, off. Yeah. So now it's like nicer. Thanks, sideways. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Giamatti. Yeah. Thanks for that guy cheating with that weird <laughs> Leslie Ho or whatever. Yeah. Sandra. Sandra. Um, but yeah, so it's like. You go up there, it's, like, white hick farmers, and yeah. now there's wine people. Right, right. And the only people of color are, like, Latino farmers, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's, like, you guys are probably not treating those people yeah, the like best. Yeah, like, basically. Exactly. It's probably, yeah. like, not legal work, you know, all the all this, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, like, fuck you. They're, you're right. telling me this white-ass town right. is not systematically yeah.
2: racist. And it's also the classic, you know, it, things, it could be worse, but it's the classic, like, can't read the room, like can't read, like it's like yeah. Even if even if she genuinely is not a racist person at heart, right. to think that everyone's just like her is ignorant in and of right, itself. Right, right. You well, I we don't see it, so it's not real. Right. It's like, but you're not exposed. Like that's the right. whole thing. Like with and the people the posting,
1: like keeps going. I know. will never know your pain. I will just try and right. do my best to help you because it's like yeah, you don't. I don't know. Yeah, growing up, you don't know dumb if Chinese. If you don't know. <laughs> 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 fucking dumb Chinese. But. <laughs>
2: Um all did, about that two stroke gross Did says. you those wanna, aren't even
1: allowed in California anymore? Oh, you have to Yamaha
2: three or four times. Uh did you want to get into it? Do you have to pee pee? Do I thinking, don't right? have to do anything. Okay. No. Um well Thank hey, you. let's let's restart the show. <laughs> Just like reincarnation, which this entire show is all about. Well not yeah, not this well, show, this episode that we're <laughs> yeah, reviewing. I'm like, oh replicants. <laughs> okay, I'm like, wait, this is talking about recycling people. Right, exactly. It's people! <laughs> <laughs> that was Soylent, yeah, soylent yeah. Green. Um, yeah, I was... Uh, uh, I couldn't think of the question, I was going to fuck the quote up, but you probably remember, but it's like in the first Blade Runner when he's doing like the Turing test on him or whatever, he's like... Doesn't the guy at the very beginning, he's like, you see a turtle in the middle yeah. of the row. Is that the question? Was the turtle or yeah, something like that? Yeah, there's like, like, like a turtle. Yeah. Right. I was going to say... Do How does it make you feel? That's like what it was, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a turtle or whatever. Yeah. Do yeah. you yeah. feel about the turtle? <laughs> what do you think about the turtle? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, now... You have probably seen the sequel, Blade Runner, Blade 1.0, 2049, yeah. <laughs> uh, way more than the original Blade Runner at this point, correct? Yeah, I mean, I've
1: seen the original one quite a few times, mm. but the the newer one's just been on cable, so it's easier just yeah, to like, yeah. have it on kind of thing, because yeah. they would... I think the original they would play sometimes. I definitely have the Blu-ray I watch. Yeah, with all the different versions of it. And I feel with all like, it's maybe on like
2: Netflix now, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because there's like three different versions that all kind of make the ending a little different. Like, yes,
2: is he actually a replicant? Is he just a hunter? What right. is You know, all the things. There's technically like, like eight versions, but three of any consequence that actually change those actually, things. Because yeah. then, basically, Ridley Scott, the director's cut, is supposed to be the definitive version that right. he envisioned. Right, right. But for a while, you didn't have that one. Right. That heat, they they cut that in response to everyone being confused about all right. the other How versions when it came out whatever. on DVD. Yeah. But um, the second one is like I find the first one maybe more. They're both great. I actually like both of them, but more watchable. But the first one is a slower build. Yeah. The second one is more compelling, like second to second to watch, just because yeah. visually it's very striking and stuff, and you feel really sad for Ryan. Like Ryan Gosling does a good job of playing this like. God, this guy's life is kind of a fucking bummer, you know, right, and, right, right, and right. Uh, with the chick that is a, is a AR the, right, and all right, that right, kind right, of stuff, right. but uh, she's a pirate-ar. Yeah. The sea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, this, this uh, I mean, you could argue that kind of is about reincarnation or whatever, but this episode, The Replicants, is really about uh, the concept of reincarnation and was the human body specifically created to be hardware that temporarily houses the software that is our consciousness, like the right. soul, right? So. And then we die. the The hardware breaks down. It, it's it's done. Yeah. The consciousness energy goes back up yeah. into the cloud, and it, then can be it's downloaded. It's like when you get a new iPhone else.
1: and you just want to transfer those contacts and songs. Exactly. Now yeah. sometimes you don't want to lose songs, your porn bookmarks. Well, and sometimes those songs get just get taken away, and your wife figured right. out how to get them all back, and I haven't yet. Yes. So.
2: Well, it took her. You can ask her, but it no, took her like hours. six to seven hours total of talking to someone, Apple customer yeah, service to where they're so. just like, here, take your music. Back. That is still the Apple iTunes like system is. still the like one of the dumbest, fucking, most cumbersome ideas I've ever seen. Yeah. Where it's sort of software, sort of license, sort of username, but sort of hardware dependent too. Oh, it's yeah, fucking yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so dumb. But anyway, um Yeah, this it's this episode was misleading though because um when we watched last week's episode, the animal agenda. They'll have the preview for the next week. I'll usually watch that as I'm yeah. meal wrapping my computer up and stuff. What? That doesn't wrapping up my session <laughs> with my computer. I'm not yeah. wrapping it like a present to yeah. give to myself in two minutes when a I go, meal wrapping up. Right. Um, <laughs> it's my own to go bag. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, you got to do computer prep every day to be healthy. Exactly. <laughs> um, they had the preview for it, and it shows the what they open the episode with, which I was like, "Oh, cool! The whole episode's going to be about these people that." Can remember past lives, right? Because there was like unsolved mysteries back in the day, or right. that show sightings. There was always an episode or two that had people like this, yeah. and I remember this kid from one of those fucking shows. It wasn't it wasn't unsolved mysteries because they weren't on the air, in like I think the height of when it was happening it was like two thousand one or two mm-hmm. when he was like eight or something. Yeah. Um, but it was some show back in the day. I can't remember what it was. Um, because it was this particular kid, and it was a whole like two hour investigation of him or something because he had like one of the most, and it's, his name is James Leininger. Mm. And he had one of like the gnarliest cases of this because he could literally like, like he had, he had all these memories of this world, like like, that he was a world war two fighter plane pilot. Right. 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 He remembered his own death, um, which I think we get like maybe the first real tears on this, on ancient aliens ever. Like, this kid is describing, like, the only memory he can really kind of relive, like, when he was a little kid. Because he's mm. on the show. Yeah. He looks like he's 26, 27 or something now. And seems like a pretty normal kid, uh, like, or, or guy, whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's describing, uh, basically, because the whole point is, like, he he's, he lost some of the, like, the one-to-one connection. To the, like, he doesn't feel like that person anymore, but he can still tap into the fucking memory of him being shot down. And the kid's, like, fucking breaking down and weeping. It's like... You know, like, I, he doesn't seem like a kooky kid. is doesn't seem cra- crazy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit. But that's where it starts off. And he remembers, like, the, the, the line he would always say as a little kid was, was plane crash on fire, little man can't get out. They don't really talk about it on the episode of Ancient Aliens here, but I remember that was a key thing. Because that was one of the la- that was the last thing the dude said before he right. got shot. Like he was trapped in his plane as he was burning and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. crashing on the ground. So pretty eerie. But um a little bit of like like the towards the end of the episode, there's kind of a paranormal thing too, with right, like the right. picture that they show and everything. But um but anyway, he would like draw pictures of planes. He knew what the parts of the planes were called. Um and he like didn't have books or anything to like know that yeah. kind of shit. He would always sign his pictures. Even at three years old or four years old, James three, and they would ask him, He's like, "Well, yeah, because I'm James. I'm the first James grandson. My dad was right. James too. Like I'm the third James." Um, he knew that he was stationed on the USS Natoma aircraft carrier, which is a very specific thing. He was in like the Japanese theater, or the guy James Houston, who was the yep, guy that the Kabuki. He believe <laughs> <laughs> he believes uh, Kabuki man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this kid really just found out he was Kabuki man in exactly. life. So. Um, Yeah, he he had those sandals that just popped right on. I was (laughs) on the USS Trauma. (laughs) (laughs) We we docked out of Jersey. (laughs) Um, But uh, but yeah, he was he was a fighter pilot. They have they show a picture of the guy um, and uh, in the Japanese theater got shot down over the Pacific, uh, over Chichima, Japan, um, because he pointed to, to a fucking map and that he knew exactly where he was shot down and all that shit. What was cool was that like this kid's parents, I mean. I I would I would at least give the kid the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, because the kid wasn't showing any signs of insanity or any right. sort of like behavioral issues. He was very normal, but also could just spout these facts and would just say weird yeah. things sometimes. And I'm not saying he's lying, mm-hmm. but I would be interested because some some of these things really
1: gloss over. He wrote this. He did the. It's like, yeah. What kind? Of, let's if you're gonna make these claims, let's dig a little deeper. Yeah, exactly. Let's see what the parents were really about. Right. We're are, are we? Because if you just take it all at face value, you're like, oh yeah, this is crazy. But yeah. it's like. Well, maybe the parents were feeding him information. Maybe they right, like right. are just fucking psychopaths because people do that. And they right. want to be famous. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing it out yeah. there. Yeah, as... or they were,
2: or they would watch, you know, shit while he was very little and he absorbs. I don't know, but like, yeah. uh, but I, but I think that we should. I should look for the special that went through this because they go through a lot of that shit too. It's been a very long time since I've seen it, but. Um, from what I remember, I think it's like we never watched anything around him. We had no access to books about oral War, mm-hmm. like whatever. I don't know. But uh, but still, yes. It's like, so, um, uh, let's see. Oh, then they just start talking about reincarnation, right? This is where we're being introduced to the whole concept that will be the rest of the show. Right. They do touch on more people. The, the whole kind of segment here is like, here's this person that remembered this stuff. Here's that, whatever. But then the rest of the episode really is just a deep dive into the concept of, religio-scientific reincarnation, what yeah. it is, how it would work, why it would work, did aliens do it, you know, right, what right, religions right. believe in, all that stuff. But we do get a first Sook alert here, and he says, uh, uh, he's saying this in regards to um, the narrator, Robert Clotworthy, saying, you know, scientists around the world, more often than not, are now studying reincarnation, and if it's worth a shit. And so it's uh, Suk's is answering that, and he says, There were studies that have been made of these things, and I wonder how long it will be until mainstream science agrees that something happens to us after death. So, again, this is a pretty compelling episode because they're not really trying... I mean, there's enough ancient astronaut theory stuff worked in here, but they're they're really doing maybe the best part of ancient astronaut theory, in my opinion, which is just, hey, let's just have more of an open mind about certain things, right? Let's not just, because you think it's ethereal doesn't mean it shouldn't be proved right. as either ethereal or real or yeah. fake and or if, whatever. and if it can be aerial, then it's truly um, dingle-hopped
1: and right. you get your voice and, and yeah, it yeah. will be real.
2: Right, and if it's areola, yeah. some guys like the big and some really like guys like the small ones. Right. But um, but you can never be a 10 on the Bologna scale with exactly. areola. Right, so, right, right. Um, they tend to get dark colored during pregnancy, too. Right, it's right. interesting. Um, I wonder why that is. I'm sure there's a reason for it. <laughs> Call in the show. Like, <laughs> we'll post the phone number on uh, Twitch here uh, to Matt's phone. But I um, <laughs> just what you guys talking about aerialist <laughs> hey, voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, we had to Turin, Italy, um, which I always think is like, oh, that's where the Shroud of Turin was. But it's a different thing. Uh, there's a lot of There's a lot of times on Ancient Aliens where the university in Turin... Um, and the archaeological societies, like a lot of the shit, when they're in Italy, all the academic stuff seems to come from Turin. It must be a very academic town mm-hmm. or something. But um, they're talking about the Kings List from ancient Egypt, which dates all—it basically dates all the kings back through thirteen thousand BC, mm-hmm. which is tenish, nineish thousand years um, older than when human kings started ruling. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of Rami Romani on this show. And Rami rams it in here. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Khufu. Where's uh, the Khufu? Because um, I wanted to give him a powerful act as his nickname. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to make fun of him because right, we love right, Rami right. on the show. Um, he says, uh, we see all the timelines <laughs> and all the things on there on the king's list. Yes. But the first two groups of names on that list were gods. The gods of Egypt who they believe ruled before the king's. Um, he kind of looks like he could be Eugene Levy's, like, cousin. Yes, exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, from the old country. Exactly. Um, uh, king Meanies uh, was the first human king. Wasn't a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have said surprisingly yeah. a nice guy. The blue meanie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, but mainstream archaeologists kind of, they go, okay, King Meanies, yeah, he was a human. We have evidence of his tomb or whatever. But before that, this is all bullshit. So I do get when... Um, the ancient astronaut theorists go, hey, you shouldn't just fucking throw it out just because they don't have a record of other people beforehand. Um, If they're saying the gods were the rulers beforehand, maybe you should find, wouldn't it be cool to find evidence that disproves that if you were so keen on disproving that, you know? Like, hey, what if you, how amazing would it be in the Egyptology world if somebody found uh, a whole deeper level of tombs from a dynasty that was 3,000 years before king menes, right, right. right? Like that would be a whole that would be a total mind fuck in the world of archaeology, right? But they just go, "Nah, not worth it, whatever." And as our um as people on this show have said too, Robert Schock yeah. and Rami Romani himself, whatever, and as our driver, our Egyptian driver from uh Nuremberg to Prague on our German <laughs> Germany trip, elitism um, in general. <laughs> <laughs> um he uh he was a tour guide of the Giza plateau for yeah. 8 years. And he said, you can make a fuck ton of money doing that. But he said, they're pretty strict about what you're allowed to talk about. Because Egyptology, if you poke a bunch of holes on it, that's a threat to their, not only their culture, of course, but their way of life. If you have a bunch of people spouting off
1: different ideas and theories and things to all these tourists, then it's going to have this whole hodgepodge. And they're like well this tourist is like playing up the alien thing so all right. these people went to him now I don't I can't get anyone because I'm not talking right. about aliens so I'm gonna start and then it can just go down this like windy road and spin exactly. out of control so like nope you all need to say have the same narrative it's like going to Disneyland and getting a tour it's like Walt did this he did right. that this right is this right. like you all have to have the same facts we weren't going to like you know unionize you to a certain extent but if you want to work here you all have to say the same right. shit there's and an if you approved don't, you're fucked right. and then that's how people get screwed over too.
2: there's some there's some pretty strict swim lanes on on the facts they're allowed to talk about yeah. really so um it's and it's also to an extent like their religion too right it's very interwoven with their culture and so but as graham hancock always says he's like egyptology is just another um corrupt academic system because just like any archaeology or our mainstream archaeologists in general you have to get funding through grants from right. colleges yeah. and colleges don't don't for whatever reason have time for any nonsense because they're too dogmatic too because they want right, students right. to come back because they don't want parents of students going this is a kooky weird school right teaching weird fuck the action. accreditation yeah, yeah. we're not going there blah 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 so um, we get a lot of medallion man on here he never says much of consequence yeah. which is kind of par for the course But at least he has this little, he kicked off this little factoid here, uh, um, drafting off of Rami saying Osiris was, you know, well, it wasn't just Rami, but whatever, saying that Osiris was the first pharaoh of ancient Egypt. Osiris was, I mean, Osiris is sometimes the creator god. They talk about that earlier. The the Apis bull being the creator god. I don't know, whatever. But he's the guy. It seems like that that brought culture and all that stuff to humanity. Yeah, yeah. If not just you know just jerking the raw material into right, the dirt. Right, right, right. Um, but um, uh oh, did we lose it? I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Twitch just has uh, left keep, the building. Keep going. You know? and we'll um, but yeah, Medallion Man William Henry has an amulet assertion here, and he says uh, Osiris is thought to have come from the star system Orion. Uh, and was part of a group of extraterrestrials that came to Earth. It's like, okay. Um, I think I quote him once or twice more here. Um, but other than that, he pretty much just repeats what Clotworthy or... Or, as as has, as has become common on the last couple seasons, they will have an actual expert, usually a first-party... Um, uh, ex- sorry, a primary expert, you know, on, on the subject. But then they have to throw in ancient astronaut theorists to just say the same thing, and it's like, well, okay, but why didn't you let the Hindu expert just say that? Like, that would right. have been enough, right? I don't need you to say the same thing and just waste air time uh, while I'm desperately trying to take notes of your stupid show. Air bud. Uh, but uh, um, they also have this this British guy. that's He's on the show every once in a while. Um, he has some... I don't think he's a full-on ancient astronaut theorist. I have seen his head... Um, on a stake in front of my <laughs> castle. No, I've seen his head come up on various uh convention guest mm-hmm. lists and stuff um but uh i guess i should have written it down or whatever but um <laughs> I don't know, it's I wasn't it's he, he's yeah, he's one of those british guys that looks like he almost doesn't have any teeth he does not he yet. just has like that interesting kind of like big lip Extra. not not big lips big mouth that just go over right, his right, teeth and the all big that liver stuff lips. and and uh, seems like a nice guy but he's like uh he's like what was interesting about the egyptian gods was that they could die and and I was like, oh, right. that is a good point. Like, we hear about, you hear about Osiris dying, getting chopped yeah, apart, yeah. whatever. But I'm like, I didn't realize that, like, all the Pantheon could technically die, I guess. You know, yeah, like the yeah, creator yeah. god. So... Um, Which they did that in Magic the Gathering
1: Amun-Ket. Mm. <laughs> they had gods, and the gods could die because they did, yes. and then they came back. Amun-Ket, Amun-Dog, exactly. <laughs> All the Amun pets. Oh uh, yes, it's Amun <laughs> raining. It's, sometimes, it's you raining. Like Amen. Sometimes, you <laughs> sometimes you feel like Amun. Amun joy. Sometimes you don't.
2: Sometimes you feel like amounts. Mm, yes, uh, <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, and he was and he was reincarnated as his own son Horus, uh, and he became a physical being again on Earth, and so. Um, the Egypt, the ancient Egyptians believe that um, Horus, who it's it's a very uh, holy spirit slash God Christ thing, where it's like, hey, my essence is taking physical form in the form of my own son, who still is a separate consciousness, but like we share the same divinity. Basically, right, right, right. this is the same kind of thing where uh, Osiris was the green skinned guy, uh, which they point out many times again. Um, okay, he's the green skin guy. He dies. Um, And uh, he becomes Horus, who is the, he's not Thoth, uh, (laughs) spaghetti Thoth, (laughs) Uh, but Horus is like the hawk or um, bird-faced god guy. But uh, Horus is considered to be continually reincarnated in the body of every pharaoh. So Mm -hmm. it's very much like the Dalai Lamas that we get into later, where the same incarnation of the benevolent kind of creator-protector god. Just cycling through. It's just cycling through bodies over generations after generations. So um, now, I think they've mentioned it a couple times on the show, but I'm curious as to what the... Um, qualifications are that like how did they figure that out same with the llamas now right how like do how pimple? do you know i think there's like tests and stuff yeah and,
1: and i think there's star charts where it kind of says like <laughs> in the zone and then i think they put them through a bunch of tests oh, and they go, oh yeah this you're
2: is, right this is the person or yeah whatever. yeah a lot of constellation work yeah. going on um but um medallion man also uh asked the million dollar dollar question here he says uh we have to ask ourselves, did extraterrestrials come to Earth and fashion the human body to be a vehicle for the soul? So that's really, you know, the bulk of the rest of the episode, right? So that's the framework we're talking about. Like, are we just these husks that uh, our consciousness animates and activates? Right. Um, they go into that whole uh, law of thermodynamics and quantum consciousness later on, which is kind of cool, connecting back to, like, Travis Taylor and everything. Um, but the next segment starts in Charlottesville, Virginia. And this, is this whole next chunk is a listing of stories of people uh who have had the same kind of experience as the kid in the first segment had right so um and some of these are pretty cool a couple of them they talked about before um but uh, especially the one where the gal um believed that she was a servant of the emperor seti right like that she existed fourteen thousand years ago or something and then she fucking literally moved to egypt to then be the curator of the temple of seti and she could speak ancient Egyptian right. perfectly, according to Rami, because he met her, I guess. Yeah. And she knew where shit yeah. was buried. <laughs> like right. it was fucking. And he's nuts. like,
1: it's not like she was right once every now and then. She right. was right, like basically every time. Right. So every time yes. we slept <laughs> together, she,
2: <laughs> she was so right, knew where and I was. felt so wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I puked, but I knew it what I needed to do to advance my career. Uh,
2: um, but yeah, Charlottesville, Virginia, nineteen sixty-seven the uh, the renowned psychiatrist, a guy named Doctor Ian Stevenson, son of Stephen here, exactly. Um, uh, he creates the Division of Personality Personality Studies at Spaghetti Thoughts Park <laughs> and, no, at, uh, <laughs> oh. at the University of Virginia. So um, this was like the first academic group to study reincarnation, like the possibility of it specifically. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like yeah. it, it's like it's it's interesting to see these first. More open-minded people, even back in a, in the day where it was way less open-minded, mm-hmm. um, or closed minded as it were, um, and uh, but just kind of somehow getting funding for this, you know, and it, like it's mm-hmm. weird. In Virginia, of all places, it's not it's not known for, you know, Virginia is fairly southern, you right, know, and right, so right. it's probably not known for even tolerating the idea that uh, this human soul, which there is largely a Christian soul, would be reincarnated, yeah. Um, even though, as we find out later, reincarnation was a big part of Christianity until 553 years into the Bible's creation. Right, they got right. thrown out by Justinian the III. Um, but uh, Dr. Stevenson studied over 3,000 people uh, who claimed to have memories of, of past lives. 1,200 of those cases were proven mm-hmm. um, and because uh, he would actually go, after interviewing them, hypnotizing them, whatever, he would actually go and check the facts afterwards. Now, the one little red flag I had was when they said hypnotism, I was like, right. I, I I I'm probably it's probably okay to say that he didn't know them before and therefore couldn't implant facts through regret hypno regression therapy. They also didn't say it was hypnoregression therapy. They just said hypnotism. And so um but again, that could always be the danger of implanting facts in his head. Because right, hey, right. if the order of operations simply was Dr. Stevenson, um, in the early days of doing this like read a big report like somebody submitted a claim I would like to be studied because I'm seeing all these things remembering yeah. all these things uh and i I think this this and this and this and so then if he was in the hypnotherapy session going those, yeah oh are you thinking of the plane right. you know and it's like if he said shit like that <laughs> yeah. oh I, I'm obi-wan Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm on Fantasy Island now. Look at the plane, the plane, the plane.
2: <laughs> I'm quite short, aren't I? <laughs> um, but well, uh, I know who he is. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> he's me. Yeah. The dumb those, memes. Those though. are some of the funniest fucking memes. Yeah.
1: Do you know that there's actually grown adults to still play video games for hours on end?
2: I, yes, of, I do. Of course, <laughs> I do. He's me. me. <laughs> like, the double, yeah, like yeah. chest pat, like <laughs> he's me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One of them was like, Did you know that they can actually fry cheese now or some stupid thing is like, right. of oh, I do video yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But uh anyway. Um, amazing, <laughs> <laughs> um I know I'm just bailing on things <laughs> I'm so tired. But uh uh twelve hundred cases were proven true. Um so again, he's either an amazing hypnotherapist that could implant these things, but also I, I can't imagine he would even if that was the case. I can't imagine he was doing that knowingly or with some sinister mindset. Malicious. He was a psychiatrist, yes. yeah. you know, so, um, and as a psychiatrist, of course you would be fucking fascinated to go, how the fuck does this kid know that he was a world war two pilot on this fucking plane with these mm-hmm. parts on the USS Natoma and what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because even, if, even if the kid was somehow autistic or could read my, I, I don't know, like that's also interesting in and of itself. Yeah. Right. So um uh, but again to to Suclos and all their point if you don't study it how do you know it's not real kind right, of thing right, right. so um there's a gal named Suzanne Gainum uh, and she was she was a pretty prominent um case in this like where she uh, when she was two she literally like wrote down the phone number of um someone that was supposed to be a relative in yeah, her previous was like life a, or whatever. Yeah,
1: or husband. Something weird, and she like fucked it up by two numbers or something. Yes, exactly. And they were just flipped. She flipped, she flipped the up, last
2: and... two numbers. Um, and then as an adult, she could name over 25 relatives that she had in past lives and their right. relationship. And they, when they fact checked those out, they was all true with yeah. the people she was related yeah. to or, or the versions were related yeah. to.
1: And again, not trying to be a fucking skeptic, but it's just like I would just like to know a little bit more on right. on those facts just yeah. before I blindly say, "Oh yeah, that's crazy."
2: Yeah, I bet. I, and I, again, just like the the kid, the, whatever that documentary or or miniseries was, um, I bet we could find it. We could even do it for Patreon or something too. But because again, this is like a super fascinating subject. Like imagine yeah. being that kid, assuming he's telling the truth. Like, and again, he was fucking pulling those tears out. Like that seemed pretty genuine. Like it was like traumatized yeah. by his own death or the feelings associated yeah. with that. But or something, sometimes too, those, you know? those
1: sociopath people, they can just do true. that. True,
2: right yeah. Thing. Um, it's the question we ask on Adventurous Ghosts all the time. It's like, I don't know if Zach Bagans is a good enough actor to pull this off, but if he's a true like empath like he says, he might just get so wrapped up in the vibes and emotions of things that he could pull things off. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, we get a children's chime in here. Um, and he is referring to... Uh, this case, uh, one of the most notorious I- reincarnation cases, which you were kind of just mentioning before, um, uh, the case of Shanti Devi. So he te- he chimes in and tees it up. He says, uh, there's the interesting case of Shanti Devi in India. Now, she was born in 1926, and at the age of four, she began telling her parents that she had signed up for the World Explorers Club email list. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could <laughs> sign up for the low monthly cost of just twenty three ninety five. dollars 95 <laughs> uh, uh, She began telling her parents that she was the reincarnation of this other woman from another town called Mathura. Um, Mathura is 100 miles from Delhi, where she lived. Uh, but she convinced her family to put her in contact with what she claimed was her former husband and family, um, who were still alive, um, and and so he puts he puts her in contact with them. They go over to this town, and the other family fucking believes her. Like she's talking with them, and the shit all checks out and whatever. Um, and they embraced her as part of their family as her previous self. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty fucking weird one too. Like I don't know how she know that yeah. shit either. But um, I <laughs> like so. Children chimes in again, and i will make another point. Uh, uh, eventually, uh, Mahatma Gandhi himself got involved in this whole story. Like, even he was skeptical, right? And, uh, and and he had an investigation made, and in 1936, Gandhi himself said that he was satisfied mm, <laughs> that she was the reincarnation of this other woman. And he came to her, and he said, oh, so you're actually, like, you know, 58 or whatever when you died? <laughs> I know you are got the body of a nine-year-old, but maybe we can make something happen here. Yeah. I can teach you to meditate. Because was Gandhi under a my diaper? He was a woman, That's, and that was going to be my point. Okay, was fair. Gandhi? No, it's fine. Uh, Gandhi was known to sleep with fourteen- to fifteen-year-old girls on right. a pretty like he was a rock star at that time. You yeah. know, he was the spiritual leader and also yeah. the sexual healer right. at the time too. But um, uh, but no, like I even wondered like I wasn't trying to be sinister or gross, but I'm like, what if you were this chicks? Uh, widower right and what if this nine-year-old girl is like 15 or whatever does she start coming on to this guy because she's still in love with him is 15 so she grows up if if she's (laughs) in the family for a while she's in the family for a while and she starts to like go through like does like that seems like a really weird like it's an unprecedented thing to have to go through is like oh i truly believe this is my wife's soul in this body do you just treat her like a fr- it's like the movie big right it's the same weird yeah. like it's the like economy. oh yeah he's this a... chick is about to fuck a 12 year old boy who just happens to be in tom hanks's gorgeous body exactly it's like those lovely
1: animes where it's the deep 500 year old demon <laughs> right. in a teenager's body exactly. so it's technically
2: you know yeah that demon which is the one doing wrong (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because it's really the consciousness not the body okay um but that was my point i'm I'm like that could be we're getting into a weird area here (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um but uh i know it's that'd be an interesting again it probably wasn't even a conundrum for these people whatever i'm being gross but it's still it's like i don't know if that if that could happen like and and it's more not so much the husband what if she like was still like, w- did she have all the same feelings as this lady, right? Right, right. you know, as opposed to just memories, you know. So, <laughs> grow snakes all oh. pivot. <laughs> uh, I thought it said pilot, <laughs> pilot for a new show. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, well, I'm daughter, mother, daddy. <laughs> Our new show, show is just porn right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all boy. incest yeah. porn, all the time. Um, and then we get to, uh, a, a gal named Dorothy Edie, um, who eventually changed her name to Alm Seti, uh, and this is the gal I was talking about, so she remembered a life where she was a servant in, um, a servant for Seti the first or Seti II, uh, from 14,000 BC, and she remembered rooms in the fucking temple and all this stuff, um, she literally believed this so much that she moved to Abydos, Egypt, and changed her name to Om Seti and lived there for the rest of her life. Yeah, um, She became a respected Egyptologist <laughs> and the curator of the Temple of Seti. So yeah. literally to the point where she's curating fucking like all the tourism like all this crazy shit. Um, and Rami rams it in here, expands a little bit, because um, what are you ramming in? and expands a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and he says, it was very interesting because she was one of the very few that perfected the ancient Egyptian language she could speak it I can translate and I can try to read but she could speak it and she would go to the other Egyptologists and tell them you know the oh, gardens of whatever the gardens of whatever are down here shit. I'm like isn't there a <laughs> real example <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, shut up <laughs> di- <laughs> okay geez sorry Rami. <laughs> uh, dig here yeah. you'll find it yeah. uh, and most thought she was crazy But they dig, and they find it. Now, she had the information. She knew things no one else would know. And I don't think anyone up till today has an explanation of how she knew that. Because she wasn't just right once or twice. She was always right. Always. And I felt so wrong. Always be chilling. (laughs) Um, And then we get that chick, uh, Caroline Corey, who's been on a few times now. Mm -hmm. And she's like... Apparently a well, a very well respected, um, like meditation consciousness expert. Um, but uh, she had that show that we were gonna do, but we would have had to buy the entire movie. We'll do, oh, it, we'll right. do it maybe next month or whenever the price goes down. But um, not that we can't afford it. Okay. <laughs> West Coast elitism. There you go. Um, but uh, she has like a I can't place where her accent comes from because she looks like a classic SoCal like Melrose Place mm-hmm. Milfi mom. But she kind of has... The, I don't know if it's like Italian or Swedish. I have no... I think, it's some yeah. weird quasi-European accent of some... Yeah. Maybe even Spanish for all I know, but... Um, I mean, for all I know. Maybe some but, sort of Italian or something. Yeah, or maybe some sort of Spanish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just the family guy where he reads the book yeah, on yes. tape. And he's like describing the hot chick. And he's oh, like, yeah. I don't know. She's some... Maybe some sort of Italian or something. the guy's like, this is getting hot. And yeah. then like crashes a
2: car or something stupid. But, um, but uh, yeah, she... She doesn't say anything interesting the entire episode. She just explains in slightly different ways what reincarnation is, and mm-hmm. she—I don't know—what um, was that book? Oh, or the book. The movie's called Superhuman that we were, that mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. co-wrote or stars yeah. in or something. So, um, I'm intrigued by her because again, it's like the show's big enough that it's getting slightly more respectable people these seasons, like the last mm-hmm. four or five years. So, um, as opposed to just being the fucking beam guy, you yeah. know. So, um, interesting to. To see how all of these experts in other fields are on this show, because it is really the only mainstream cable show that talks about open-minded, esoteric, new age kind of consciousness things, right? Because, of course, you can watch Gaia, but, I mean, the Gaia network, there's even trailers, like, there, of course, we, well, you probably are too, but I get targeted all the time for Mm -hmm. Gaia's new specials and stuff on social, and, uh... There's some new one with fucking Corey Good and all these other people, but it's it is like it seems like the whole fucking special is all the cringiest moments from an ancient aliens episode. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like, well, of course, I am the a whatever. reptile right. that's lived for three thousand years, so you can ask me anything and I'm like, oh my God, like yeah, we're supposed to take that person seriously, right. you know, but and of course, she's At all plastic surgery up yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, and, you know so um that is like always the weirdest thing when you get these like middle like again like love that joker linda or whatever like you get all these middle-aged people who i think find their if i wanted to be cynical they find their kind of scam that they can pull on people right. they've perfected it or whatever um or they find their truth and fucking you know in, yeah, like believe but then they're still very obsessed with like their body and like the yeah, way it's yeah. like isn't your whole fucking thing supposed to be about like dalai lama style it's like hey of course i'm gonna eat healthy you know i'm not gonna kill animals and whatever but like they're not going to get a facelift as they get older. It's like, well, right. no, this is my body. It's the one. I, it's like, it seems very unnatural of things that they're doing. But um, I have a what? Oh, he told guy me that him. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the next segment starts off in the Valley of the Kings yes. in Luxor, Egypt, where Vegas. The buffets <laughs> are still closed, oh, except sadly. for the wind. Yes. Um, but uh, we look at the the most. Muster- oh my God. The mysterious Tim, uh, the <laughs> mysterious tomb, only labeled KV 55. And this is actually the, the dumb stairway and gate that I made one of our social posts for mm. a few episodes <laughs> ago, where he's like looking down oh, the stairway. Right, 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 right. So he actually goes in this the gate in this episode. Um, but what's weird about this tomb is that there is not a single piece of wall art or hieroglyphics or anything except. A little sentence of hieroglyphs that's a that's a curse, basically, or some sort of mm-hmm. ominous uh uh warning to people. So, uh, and all it says is the evil one should not live again. Right. Um this is like a very Indiana Jones like thing, like 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 yeah, tomb yeah. and everything, because um what was cause you know, Rami's sitting there, he's like he's going like every other tomb, they wanna fucking tell the whole world who's in there and they paint all this shit and say this is exactly because these are revered kings right these are this is their history it's their culture it's their religion um it's extremely important to the ancient egyptians so it's he's like and for him who i'm I'm sure has been in every fucking found tomb is is like this one's weird because there isn't anything on here and the two things were weird are that warning um and then also there are these stones they would put in there to and they'd put these kind of like runes or spells or whatever these writings on there as like an intent to keep grave robbers or bad people out. But this is the only tomb that's ever been found so far where all of the stones were turned in like it was fucking Hannibal Lecter or Magneto or something. Right. And they're trying to keep this thing in Trapped, the tomb. Yeah. Um, and all that was found in there was a skeleton that had an elongated skull mm-hmm. and half of it was smashed. Uh, the right, right half of the skull was smashed in. So with some sort of blunt force trauma. So, uh, it's like, was this some evil alien or whatever? They they were like... A lot of even Egyptologists thought maybe this was Akhenaten's tomb because mm-hmm. he was a heretic. Maybe they murdered right. him. They hated yeah, him, whatever. It seems like
1: someone who got put in a tomb and then like, fuck
2: this guy, let's fuck with them. And right. Just, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, super weird, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, super weird that it's... all over. Super weird that it's all different and everything. Um, but uh, I also don't really know why they even showed this though i'm like this is a cool so it, i was just kind of like oh i'm i'm on board for this right yeah. to go into tombs with rami but um i don't really know why oh it's all a setup for him to describe uh the the part of the soul uh called ba the ba in there right sheep have a lot of it mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in their soul but yeah. um, and some of the black sheep exactly. <laughs> um goats too i guess yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, of course. it's like like a, like a <laughs> goats too maybe <laughs> good um but uh, but yeah, so all of this—it's like a four-minute fucking segment—and then Rami's like um, talking about—he's like now the ba, you know, there's like three parts of the soul in Egyptian in the ancient Egyptian religion. The ba is like what we consider the soul. So it's the personality, yeah. it's the consciousness, it's what makes you you. It has your memories and all that yeah. stuff. That's the part that goes out of the body, up into the fucking afterlife, and then gets cycled back in to somebody else. So. Uh, for example, the ba of Horus mm-hmm. is what goes out of each pharaoh, or you know, originally starting with Osiris slash Horus goes out of each pharaoh, goes back in, uh, and whatever. So, yeah. um, they make the point that 1.5 billion people currently believe in reincarnation, which basically is adding up all the Hindus and Buddhists in the world, because mm-hmm. um, that's there are other religions that believe in it too, but those are the the big like mainstream, very ones, overtly, right? yeah. Um, and then here's what they talk a lot about uh the Lama. Uh, they talk about the Dalai Lama or the Panchen Lama, yes. who's like the golden child Lama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I then, uh, <laughs> and then they talk about how the mystical side of Judaism also believed in re like the the uh, Kabbalistic side of yeah. Judaism believes in reincarnation. Um, and the oh, they have the the head Lama of some specific Tibetan temple. Which, again, is cool. They have him subtitled and stuff like that. He's speaking English. But um, he's saying, like, all sentient beings have souls that, you know, and and so you can be a person in one life and a beetle in the next and whatever. Like, all sentient beings, um, reincarnation just goes on forever. And it's how we learn to be more enlightened people and all that stuff. Um, Do they ever talk about, like, population growth? They do a little bit, I and I'll we'll, okay. we'll we'll yeah, bookmark yeah. that because the uh, what's her, the chick uh, Caroline Cora okay, talks right, specifically right. about that, but um, it's kind of it's weird the okay, way she yeah. whatever, but um, because it's like well what if what if the population stayed the same for like a hundred thousand years would you still make the same argument right. I don't know but um, we get Rabbi Zadok on here they've been using him pretty effectively like he actually is like like they never have Rabbi Zadok Zadok on to talk about non-religious mythology things. Which is cool because right. he's an expert in that. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't need Medallion Man William Henry to talk about animal biology. Right. With or me. quantum computers. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, like it's just like, oh, hey, people like William. Let's have yeah. him on, whatever. Right, right. But, um, uh, oh, and they also had an old clip of the Select Back Kid because they talked about um, the. The, the, the Shannon Gaiman or whatever, the, the middle person that was the example the re, that knew like the 25 relatives, yeah. right? They talked about her on some other episode way back in the day because he still had all brown hair, mm-hmm. a normal suit, no bleach, you know, blonde, whatever. Yeah. But he literally, even then, just repeated what Clotworthy had already fucking said. He's pointless. So um, Zadok says that in the Cabal, uh, souls are given multiple chances to get it right. So souls are believed to reincarnate time after time. So nothing crazy, but like, the the whole point of having him on is, is uh, oh, and this is where they mention that Christianity itself believed in reincarnation until 553 A.D. Right when uh, Justinian the Third ripped out all the shit he didn't like and said, "Here's the approved version." Yeah, again, you know? <laughs> that's the problem with a lot of that Bible. Is yeah, a lot of edits. It's it's it'd be so interesting to have the core original. Version of it, right? Like, where if, like, it was still believed, I think the book of Enoch was still in there. Yeah. yeah this yeah. stuff was in there. Like, it'd be a whole different yeah. world, you know? But um, uh, they they mentioned that Plato also believed that the, the living spring from the dead. They're just, there's a little kind of a listing kind of, you know, area. But um, oh, and here's where Caroline Corey talks about um, reincarnation. She just kind of re explains it again, but she also makes the point that um, reincarnated souls can split or duplicate. Because there might be tasks that are needed, and that's why we have more human beings today mm-hmm. to facilitate more work to be done by the re- the reincarnated right. souls, and also that souls come from other planets to it, not just Earth souls all the time. So, um, we get a Sukhler here, and he says, uh, To Corey's point, um, or sorry, Caroline's point, God. Caroline Corey Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and he says, We only talk about that people are reincarnated from Earth. And I always thought that was a limiting idea of reincarnation. And I think even extraterrestrial organisms would be a reincarnated throughout the universe. So that's, I mean, I get that too, especially if we yeah. as we get deeper into like... And I've heard some of that too. It's like, oh, my other, you know,
1: yeah, come from wherever.
2: Yeah. My other car is a TARDIS. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do still have that license plate holder. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's like it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like... Well, if that's the case, why hasn't this show itself had episodes about people that believe they are reincarnated aliens on the show? You know, you think that would be more common. It's like, oh, I grew up on whatever. And I guess they would go, well, the gods. But I'm like, no, but that's their own primary stories being written down by the people that worship them. Like, what about people like, like Justin, whatever the kid's name is at the beginning of the show. What about people like him who seem completely normal but are like, yeah, I'm from the ocean uh, uh, under the ice of Europa and I was a yeah. fish person I, I don't fucking know you know so um, that's where to your point you really, it's like it gets a little weak where it's like okay well if there was this many souls when there was only like a million living right. hominids on earth or something what now that there's seven billion well and it's like seven you jump billion, from aunt to person and it right. does you uncle know. to you're bigger than your uncle right I'm so glad that we're alone together yeah. and all that stuff
1: hey I'm um, your stepbrother I'm home right
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see you've dropped a barley wine in the yeah, sink yes, over, there. over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, The next segment jumps, jumps to uh, Dharamashala, India, in 2015. Uh, and it shows how the Tibetan monks, uh, the Tibetan Buddhists in India, uh, were protesting against communist China because um, they are still holding what is believed to be the Panchen Lama, which is like the ultimate right. uh, Lama, like the true reincarnation of Buddha, I think um uh who's been in political prison since he was like 6 years old uh for the past 20 years so this poor kid is thought to be a divine child mm-hmm. and the communist chinese government has had him on house arrest for 20 years and so they're protesting his release i don't think it's happened to this day yeah. um nick pope is on once just this one time to talk about how sorry <laughs> the anti bird <Ugh>. fan um <laughs> But uh, it's like you were smelling the fan to try to get the smell nah, of the burning. like, no, in the wrong way. <laughs> um, but uh, he's like, yeah, the Chinese to this day has never let him speak to the media or whatever. But it's like, okay, I mean, I guess Nick Pope is kind of the government insider conspiracy right, right, guy. Right. But um, I wish he was on more. I guess. But uh, but then it really it, like it's sad though because they show the picture and he's just this little fucking tibetan kid yeah. like um... it might have been who i used and then put an alien head on her post oh maybe <laughs> 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 uh, but it is funny because it is very much the golden child plot yeah, even yeah. though the golden child came out before this kid was alive but right. um talking about the eddie murphy movie the right, golden right. child but um, uh the bad guy is the uh bad guy lannister and... the head lannister in game of thrones for those first few well, seasons and the bad guy i believe no, is last it from last Hero. Hero, yeah, right, yeah. the last action here with one eye, yeah. yeah. He has the fucking I wanted one eye
1: for, based on that movie for a long time. <laughs> I didn't know it would impede my vision, but right. I thought it was so cool
2: <laughs> that he could change his eye to like yeah. a
1: bullseye or a happy face and like all this dumb shit. Now, that
2: is something that bothers me greatly. It is, it is a fucking OCD thing for sure. But ever since I was a kid and I learned that people with vision in only one eye or they're missing an eye don't have depth perception really like the world well, yeah is, they figure it out but it, it's definitely not the same you have yeah. to figure it out in terms of like raw distance. it's like you know whatever mm-hmm. but i always hated that especially in like fantasy movies and shit like that where it's like oh he's the he's the grizzled fucking fighter or whatever right like um i mean hell even in berserk which i love and i know linkovich uh, chomowski loves too yeah. um uh he gets his fucking eye gouged out you know but he's still the most amazing and i'm like mm-hmm. But if you're a, again, specifically for guys that are fighters or guys with guns and things, it's like, wouldn't that be extremely detrimental to that? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's almost like, I don't know. And again, I've like, I've tried closing one eye and doing stuff and it's kind of weird, you know, but it's like, it makes a big difference to not have that sense of depth. But the brain, again, I guess, can That's what I said. They figure figured it out. Obviously, so.
1: it's something that happens and has happened. Because yeah. uh,
2: they allow people with one eye to still drive cars. They just have to yeah. have special mirrors to see they different. can't see yeah, past yeah. their nose on one side, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So.
1: Uh, and now I got a question for you, yeah. if you've heard this. And it's not, this isn't a pirate joke. <laughs> but uh, do you know why pirates have a patch? Huh. So a lot of people go, oh, they're missing an eye. It's yeah. one eyed Willie. Oh, was it so, to hide hide wealth as a last no, place or something? No. Uh, so what they say. Oh,
2: was it to hide wealth or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to hide the old gold eye? No, that's Willie's. Yeah, yeah. That's for him. Yeah cuz he um, his whole skull was like fused on his eye and he right, had it, like, right, so, like yeah. some jewel or something. Yeah. Uh
1: no, but it, actually a lot of pirates had a patch cuz mm-hmm. not cuz they're getting their eyes gouged out. They actually yeah. had both eyes. Right. You would do that so when you went down below deck, mm-hmm. you could flip that patch up and look through one eye and see because oh, it's dark so you're not going back change. and forth. Oh. So that's like your underground eye or you know below deck eye I see, yeah. so it's already adjusted. Got it. And that was kind of a thing. Interesting. So I don't know how true that is or not, but I've heard yeah.
2: some you know people say apocryphally, like, yeah, that yeah.
1: that's why they actually wore patches. Huh, that's not interesting. They were lost an in eye.
2: because it is dark as fuck when you go down on those ships, exactly. and there's only candles if right, that. Right, you know? right, Which I'm sure they probably didn't have lit during the daytime. You had a little bit well, of sunlight from the, yeah. the poop deck. Exactly. And <laughs> well, the shitting stew. Uh, then you get your poop wrecked down right. there because there was no women on those. Uh, he also fucked vessels. Ripley
1: in Alien Three. Okay. Who also fucked Ripley? Oh. I'm assuming the guy from the. Movie. Oh yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He played the nice doctor guy in Alien Three on the planet on of the, the triple chromosome men or whatever. <laughs> they were extra manly with because so that was were, the prison plan. Yes, right. they were they were triple Ys or whatever they call them. They had right. three Y chromosomes. Oh yeah, because that, that yeah, and that's based on so they the were old prone like, to rage oh, and testosterone. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then I'm like wouldn't they all be just, like, fucking each other and stuff then, too? But it's like, oh, no, when she comes in or the women comes in, it's like, oh, they're all, Extra like, rough. they're all strange guys, huh? Right. On this prison. Well, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, though, he gets, like, fucking blown away or killed, like, halfway through that movie. That movie was the one that scared the shit out of me because mm-hmm. it came out when
1: it, we were, like, actually just kids. Yeah. So it was on. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. like, that freaked me that out.
2: Was the, yeah, I remember seeing the trailer with the, the water. She's yeah, in the shower like and the, a, yeah, the, the little mouth her. within the mouth comes yeah. out of the xenomorph, so... Um, this is where we get into uh, Chenrezig, which I'd never really heard of before. Uh, but this is like the core, the core lore. I am car lore. <laughs> the wings of an yeah. angel, but also like yeah. a demon. Uh, <laughs> no, of, uh, this is the core lore of Tibetan Buddhism. So, the Dalai Lama claims that he is the seventy fourth reincarnation of the ver the the virgin, not virgin the version of Buddha called Chenrezig, who is the creator of the Tibetan people specifically. So he's a very benevolent creator version. You know, Buddha, like, takes all these different forms and Mm -hmm. whatever, too. Um, Caroline Corey's on here again and just echoes what the actual experts say. Um, And then, of course, ancient astronaut theorists think that Chenrezig was an alien as well. So uh, we get a classic Souk's artistic misinterpretation theory that he has where he's like, he's like, every... Depiction of Chenrezig has him sitting in a lotus position, which I think is just cross legs. Yeah. Um, well, it's I guess it's not. No, it's not Indian style. Yeah. Um, problematic, I right know. Um, yeah, they're taking away the Washington Redskins now. <laughs> it's fucking insane that people are like. And the potato skins. Yeah. Well, it's funny because a lot of people are like, "Hey, the Native Americans, they like it though," and I'm, I'm, I'm like, like, "I don't think they do." Well, I'm like, <laughs> even if they do, <laughs> like them having a culture that's been kind of forced to accept it as like, right. hey, it's just pop culture. It yeah, doesn't on, mean... you take that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, because it's, it's like, it's literally like saying, if it was the, the Florida Crackers or something, yeah. or something worse. Yeah, the dark skin, worse, the yeah.
1: White skin, Yeah, it's like, no, don't, that's,
2: you, you can't call the Red Man Red like in right. Peter Pan. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> in Disney's Peter Pan. Exactly. Which I wonder if that'll be the next censored thing. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, they took away our Song of the South, too. Yeah. You well, know? they're finally changing Splash Mountain,
1: which is based on Song exactly, of the South. Exactly, so. yeah. To, which is actually pretty smart to change yeah, yeah, to The yeah, Frog the Princess. Belt. Yeah, exactly,
2: because no one even has seen Song of the South, so it's like, right. what the fuck is going on? Yeah, no one knows. They only know Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear because of that fucking ride at this point, because right. you can't buy that movie, Right. because it's about a happy slave yeah. <laughs> on a plantation who's friends right. with all the cartoon animals and yeah. stuff. But that's cool that they're making it into a very proud african-americans uh you know and very yeah, like yeah. american story, story yeah. um which is a positive portrayal yeah. of black creole culture and yeah, stuff yeah. too but um uh, oh sorry the lotus position is i guess where your feet are still folded up on your knees whereas like classic indian styles are kind of under each other whatever um but then but suks is like saying they're sitting in the lotus positions in a lotus shaped craft which mean or because of how they're sitting they look like they're in a craft and i'm like. It just looks like a window or a portal. That, that it's like mm. I don't know why he constantly thinks it must be a flying craft. He also says that it's surrounded by smoke and fire. There is no smoke and fire. The CG of the episode, of the show, puts that on there all shit. And I'm like, where does it say smoke? If it says it, then fine. But you're just saying visually it looks like that. It's like yeah. stained glass windows. They're all just separating by some sort of elaborate outline, basically. This deity or divine being uh, away from the background to show that they're special, right? Yeah. And so, again, there's we have the depictions of the vimana and stuff, but everything isn't a vimana, you know. Right. It's like that. What's cool about the um, Mahabharata is that it says these fuckers were in flying machines called right. vimana. Specific, well, Here's how are, they were yeah. designed and the fuel and all that. Yeah. This is just showing uh, Chenrezig. It doesn't say anything about so. Yeah. Just because one religion says that doesn't mean you have to reach for another one, too. We still do need evidence of it, and this isn't it. So um, Childress chimes in again here, and he says, uh, Now, Jen Razing is seen floating in a kind of UFO-shaped disc when it's not... Like, they, there's one picture, which is different than all the ten other pictures they show, where in the lotus-shaped things. Now there's just a depiction of him with a big circle and, like, little people's faces around them, which apparently, according to Childress here, is different-shaped objects around him. Uh, so it would seem that to Tibetan Buddhists that the Dalai Lama is a reincarnation of some kind of extraterrestrial god who has chosen the Tibetan people as his people, and he continually reincarnates over and over again to lead those people. So um, it is kind of funny that, like, uh, to the ancient astronaut theory point, an alien, or to Stargate's point, I guess, the movie Stargate with Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. um That some powerful alien could pretty easily convince a or grow an affinity for some small, at the time maybe even tribal-sized group of people Mm -hmm. and like them and say, "Hey, I want to help these fuckers out," you know. Um, So it's like I'm not saying that's not possible, but it's like it would be kind of it's an interesting take on a benevolent alien that would be like, "Hey, I want to help these folks or whatever too." But then at the same time, it's like, but then why don't you just keep coming back instead of your soul continue to come back and then there's all this iffiness and you know what I mean? Like it kind of right, turns right. that whole concept that aliens left but left all this knowledge for us forces ancient astronaut theory to be a faith based religion. And that kind of sucks because their whole point is look, there's all this evidence for it. It's like, but why did they ju- you've asked this a billion times, why did they just fucking leave then? Right. Why right. didn't they literally say, right. We are these people, we fucking did this, and here's the tools. Yeah, You're you know what I mean? It's like
1: hints. It, again, it's like, why did Jesus Christ and God do all these things? Right. Why was God around so much a long time ago and it's just vanished?
2: Exactly. Right. You know. Like, what the fuck's the point? Um, hold on one sec. Let me plug in my low computer. Um, I'll try to talk as I do this. So percent the, yet, you're getting low on uh, it. Yeah, and then once it's like down to this percent, it's got like 30 seconds and it'll fucking blow its little wattage load. Hey, my load. what the? We'll cut this out in post. <laughs> I'm just gonna pull something. Steve's gonna pull something. Uh oh! Pull out. What did I pull out? Did you pull nope. out the record button? Okay. No. We're good. Okay. Um, oh my goodness! goodness. That's what I hold a little hole just for me. There, there you go. go. Uh, Daddy always gets a taste. Tangled in my shit here. There we go. Oh. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Yes. um to you it's been a split second to us it's been a minute and a half of awkward fumbling and whatever um we actually got matt is going to be our part-time editor of the show yeah he's going to edit out all the ums ahs, whatever it's gonna be really really high quality product hello (laughs) joe fuck King. come yeah (laughs) um that'll be cut out exactly green pie <laughs> yeah, all of the ums and will like, say, Green Pie, Green <laughs> pie. pie, Saddam Hussein yeah. attempted to reconstruct the uh, the city of Babylon. Uh Green Pie. <laughs> um cream pie. <laughs> well I
1: told him I yeah, told him yeah, after yeah, recording yeah, this watch in it. the future yeah, exactly. to just leave that yeah, um yeah.
2: in. So, to leave that cream pie. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is the essence of the cream but pie. It exactly. must be left Run, in. Yes. It must come out to be left so. in. <laughs> yes. That is the paradox of the cream pie. <laughs> Without
1: out is in, and in is out. The riddle of the cream pie is one that leads us all to enlightenment one day. Yes. Oh, quite nice. Actually, quite
2: yes. It leads us to enlightenment. Oh, it's just kind of quite nice to think about. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> <laughs> uh cream back. yeah nice it. to think about it um we go to uh hila iraq not hilly iraq i don't know how hilly iraq is i've never been there did we fly over iraq going to turkey i don't think we, that's further east i believe yeah and south the ruins of the city of babylon are where we are and where saddam hussein was before he was hung he had a penis Wing. extension Wong. no yeah Uh, Saddam Hussein... What did you say? Sudam Hussein? (laughs) Yes. Attempted to reconstruct Babylon in the 80s when he was right, when he rose to power, because he believed he was the reincarnation of the king Nebuchadnezzar II. Um, Nebuchadnezzar II reincarnated into the ship that the Matrix heroes flew around in under the earth. uh, The scorched earth. (laughs) Um, But uh, no, like Saddam Hussein, um, remember that Iraq is... Uh, the fucking Sumerian, like what is yeah. now, what, what was ancient Sumerian, all that. Yeah. So, um, I'm surprised they didn't do any like Anunnaki shit. Um, I feel like they mentioned it briefly, but like as they were talking about something else, it was like right. this is an
1: Anunnaki, and they showed the carvings
2: too, yeah. like a little bit. But um, uh, technically, the Anunnaki were like ten thousand years ago. Nebuchadnezzar and all of them were a little, little younger than that. Sorry, came out again. Get that old Belch fan up here, but. Um, uh man, Matt's got a lot of work tonight because mm. I am <laughs> um in and, and on yeah. a billion times.
1: Kripai, kripai.
2: He's rebuilding the palace of Nebuchadnezzar II on the ruins of the palace, which is like, it's crazy because he's like, well, this is my culture. Yeah. And it, even though it's for extremely narcissistic regions to show I am this guy now. Right. He's tr- He's trying to do the Egyptian thing where it's like, I am the one true divine king that's you know yeah, reincarnated over and over, over too yeah. pretty ballsy. So Medallion Man says the same thing, adds nothing to it. Childress chimes in here and says, uh, Saddam believed that he was the reincarnation of Nebuchadnezzar II. So even when Childress says the same exact thing, I try to put it in just because yeah. everyone loves a good Childress chime in. He even made coins. Some coins. Yes, yeah, some coins. With, <laughs> with his uh own face on one side, with his creepy face on one yes. side. <laughs> Yes, so I I told Matt to to double the line, take the last second, double it again, then edit it so people can see the before and after. So that's why you heard that twice. Yeah, yeah. and it's a nice. It's really hard not to say and uh, green pie. Right, right. It's really hard to say and uh, green pie. Now I told him (laughs) to triple it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Steve's getting tired of this. (laughs) Tired of this (laughs) shtick. Uh, We're an hour and (laughs) forty in. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we're very tired here. Um, he had coins made with his own face on one side, Nebuchadnezzar's on the other. He did all sorts of other copycat shit to be like Nebuchadnezzar, Mm -hmm. and and, but also insert himself into like the new narrative. And uh, this was potentially the site of the Tower of Babel, um, built by the king Nimrod, uh, before the great flood, or yes, before the great, or sorry, after the great flood. It was one of the like the first things built after the great flood, I guess. So all of because Nimrod was a descendant of Noah, so he was an incest baby, a double incest baby, as you said last time. Um, the Tower of Babel, despite being featured in Final Fantasy IV okay. on Super Nintendo, as we all know. Um yeah, he's just babbling on. <laughs> <laughs> which I think the Tower of Babel in Final Fantasy IV ends up being a gigantic robot that you end Ooh, up controlling. But nice. in but in the biblical lore, the Tower of Babel is built by Nimrod, super tall. And because God was so pissed off at the arrogance of it or something like that, mm-hmm. he Nimrod is responsible for... The separation of languages if, of peoples of the world, so that no one can understand each other. So mm-hmm. it was like a curse put upon humanity. And that's why you just babble, exactly. And uh, and also, my my wife, who like went to a Catholic school and all that stuff, she had her mind blown. She's like, "Wait, is that why people that don't understand things are called a Nimrod?" I'm like, "Yes, it's a classic <laughs> biblical things, yeah. uh, like cliche." Um, and then she said, "Wait." Is that why that Green Day album is called Nimrod? And I said, <laughs> I don't know, but they did use the yeah. same name, <laughs> and it is the one that has the song that's at every prom now too, um, which September. is September. <laughs> 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 You're singing like a metal song, yeah. September, September gil- 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 not wake me up. Um, that's the we were talking with a coworker. That is a common song for a dickhead with an acoustic guitar to break oh, yeah, out and start yeah, singing. Yeah. But, um, cream pie All all acoustic guitars can be destroyed. <laughs> all couscous guitars exactly. can be eaten. Um, we get a Zadok talk here with Rabbi Zadok, and he says, "Ancient legend tells us that Nebuchadnezzar II was indeed himself a reincarnation of the early Babylon king Nimrod." Nimrod was the first, and I didn't know this, Nimrod was the first world dictator who created what was a world empire. So it's like, that's interesting in and of itself. It's like, hey, everyone's here and speaking the same language. I can fucking control everyone and be their king too. Unify things. Creating one world culture, which is strange, but also the world at that time that they knew was extremely small compared to now, but um, he was also the descendant of Noah, and Noah was very unique and interesting. He was born with certain attributes which indicated that he was not of this world. And they've gone into Noah before. Basically, Noah and before, um, according to the Book of Enoch, and to also various references in the approved Bible, mm-hmm. people used to live for centuries but back then. They lived much longer lives. They had some sort of... Their, their makeup was totally different. And one of the things with post-flood humanity was that their lives were shorter so they could be more grateful and mean. With, I don't know whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but still super interesting that like pre Noah Noah and people were like what we would see like as superheroes or something too. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's all that. Yeah, they they live for hundreds of years because they likely had the DNA of the Watchers in the Book of right, like the right, Angels right. that right. crossbred and all that stuff. Um, the second to last segment here, we go to Stanton, Kentucky. This is where we get the creepy ghost picture. Very ghost adventures uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of ancient aliens here. There's an eyewitness that took a picture of a car crash, and they're 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 like a few hundred feet away. They're taking a picture of the row where there's a few ambulances, ambuli there, and there looks to like what it looks to be oh god. There looks to be a humanoid apparition shape, mm-hmm. kind of a foggy human shape. Uh, it looks almost like a a Virgin Mary statue was like superimposed and faded mm-hmm. out or something like that, um, but. People think that it's the soul leaving the body. Now, I thought, I was like, there's no way they're just going to show one of these images. And literally, they show it just to be like, hey, this kind of shit happens in Check photographs it sometimes. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Give us some, some I, mean, I guarantee there's more and more of this, right? Right, like, right, right, I'm sure there's some dude that studies near-death experiences or takes pictures of people at the moment of death or has video right. and then studies the frames or, I don't know, something. But um, uh, that they just leave it at that. To then also introduce the really cool point of these two scientists in 1996 were the first guys to literally write the paper, on the scientific paper, on quantum the quantum theory of consciousness. And that's what Travis Taylor was talking about in his presentation. We've quoted him a billion times now saying, like, hey, the brain is a quantum yeah. computer. It doesn't technically operate on a normal physics level except for its actual physical casing kind of thing. Uh, but they go into the whole, like, uh, microtubules thing, which are like... The tiniest roads uh, between your neurons, it, they're they're literally pathways for light to travel on. Yep. So um, they are what make up your consciousness, and they operate on a quantum level, which means the kind of, uh, what did Einstein say, weird, spooky science of... Yeah, once you get to the quantum
1: realm, it's the spooky right. shit or
2: something. Right. And, and you see Ant-Man Don't. and the Wasp. So <laughs> the savings of multiverse from it's a mad Titan, <laughs> uh, <laughs> snippy snap. And they have cool new suits because the old <laughs> ones got destroyed by something I can't remember. Because um, <laughs> I'll never watch those movies again, probably. Yeah. Um, not with this Blade Runner 2049 no, on. Always <laughs> on. <laughs> um, but yeah, these microtubules. It's like it's cool when Travis Taylor uh, talked about this, and it like blew me away. It's like, oh shit, he's literally talking about the the physical structure of the that facilitates the quantum makeup of your mind you know yeah. so um and it, this is the classic like law, uh, fourth law of thermodynamic dynamics which is like energy can't be created or destroyed so it, by that if we're taking that as true your consciousness must have come from somewhere else first it mm-hmm. couldn't just form out of something cuz technically the only first there ever was was the big bang that caused everything to be something physical, right? right. right? So, um, because it also created all the rules for physical things. So, uh, we get a Wilcock drip, the only one, a single drip, this episode. He doesn't say anything super revolutionary, but he kind of explains it in in layman's terms. Uh, He says, what their theory is suggesting is that the consciousness exists in an energetic state, and as it's exiting the body, and then when the body becomes viable again, so they're saying that, like, someone can die the the consciousness leaves, but is still through quantum entanglement connected potentially if the computer kind of turns back on right like yep. the shit the shit is, is gone up to the is going up to the cloud, it's in the middle but it's like oh if it comes back the antenna goes hey I'm back here and it kind of yeah, sucks yeah. back in or something, um, the body becomes viable again it is able to re inhabit the body thanks to the microtubules working like an antenna like Joey just said, based on what I just said in the episode. <laughs> There's evidence that this is of intelligent design, that there could be intelligent beings before us who specifically design these biological bodies to be vessels for the soul. So he's he's kind of bookending. There's a little bit more, but he's bookending the episode. Yeah. Um, finally coming back to the point they mentioned in the beginning. Now, this is where the episode could have really been about the replicants. Like, hey, so what evidence do we have for... like. What alien or what mythology or what says like, hey, the body's just like a shell. I mean, says you. I know that they're showing it through reincarnation, but again, why did you call it the replicants? Yeah, why didn't why you just call it the reincarnated exactly. or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. You know, they come again, right? And again, and again, <laughs> <laughs> or the, the the transfer of consciousness or yeah. whatever. You know, so um, they go into more basic ancient astronaut theory shit, uh, but they at least are saying like the gods slash aliens are extremely, for whatever reason, interested with the soul, right? Yeah. Um, but I was like, well, that is a fair point though, because we're getting to such an advanced state that we are obsessed with how do we transfer consciousness into data so that if our bodies do die, we can transfer it into another body. Right, how so, can we
1: live forever?
2: Right, and so, yeah, and I literally wrote, it's the key to immortality if yeah. we can do that, right? So um, there's been some, you know, Academy Award winning um Bruce Willis movies about this, there's been, uh, no, but like, what was that movie uh, called? It was um, Avatars, no, not different movie. (laughs) Avatared? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, What the fuck was that movie called? Where it was like, uh, people were super young and had beautiful bodies, but then you find out that it's just like fat people at home. um, Well, there's a couple things. Committing crimes and stuff.
1: Yeah, I I don't think I ever saw that one, yeah. but that was kind of like Ready Player 1 but Exactly. Yes. But a Bruce Willis movie. I love
2: Ready Player 1, but Yes, exactly. Yeah, the butt uh, issue. <laughs> it's the same movie but they just some guy went into that kind of 3D porn model program and just modded all the butts to be really big in that movie. Yeah, it was like weird science.
1: Yeah. Um where the, the boobs out, actually yeah.
2: the boob framework, the web the the wireframe actually crosses over at the cre- cleavage yeah, level cuz yeah. it gets so big on right her chest. right. And then <laughs>
1: Pooping is very tough because the butt cheeks are now interwoven and they're flapped upon each other. And exactly. They use calipers to open it up right. and just kind of really let it breathe. Yeah, you need sur- surgery to open that
2: second butthole. Right, right.
1: Uh, well, it's not even the hole. It's just the the flat meat that has just sealed the single hole. So
2: oh, like yeah. It, See, yeah. I was saying that the the, the meat actually fused. No, so you have right, a little yeah. like missile silo, like no, a bullet shape, uh, and you have to... And pop yeah, it open. Yeah, it's just a hot flap. Usually. Okay. It's a, you know, a lot of people get that wrong, but it's fine. Right. <laughs> it's a common
1: misconception, uh, you know. But then there's that other movie where it's all based on time. So once you reach a certain age, you live forever. Right. But as long as you have enough time and time's currency. And the, oh, the yeah. billionaires have all the time and it, the whole thing is set up. Right. At the end, you find out because it's like, oh, it's... It's set up so these billionaires will live forever, and we need these people to die. So they constantly are raising the rates for right, things and right, whatever. Right. And this guy tries to break the system. And
2: that's right. That I might There's be conflating that movie with yeah. the other one too, because that's yeah. the one
1: where they're for sure like, "Oh, this is I'm 102 years old. Yeah, and yeah. This is my daughter, and we all look the fucking same. Right, so, right.
2: We all fuck exactly.
1: Well, and then uh, altered carbon, super good series if you haven't watched. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Have you watched that on Netflix? No, but um, I love that. Loved it. Also
2: said it's good too.
1: The first season's really good. Second season sucked. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's a general consensus. Is but it because the guy that plays Falcon is in the second season? No, it's just... Um, i No, I know. A lot of, you people, a lot of that, people get that wrong. You made that joke before. Oh, okay. Actually, I that. A lot of people get that wrong. Um, <laughs> no, it's just the story. Like, it's a good... It's very... Very this total like... recall, not total oh, recall, but um Blade Runner, yeah, where it's yeah. like he they bring this guy back and he's trying to solve a crime. So that that's the good part. Where yeah. season two is like getting to in the world and like oh, trying to solve things. It's little sequelitis, yeah. Um But basically, that thing's like you have this puck, mm-hmm. and that's where your consciousness is stored. Oh, so if that thing gets blown away, you die. But if not, you can get spun back up, and I right. can. And they call your bodies like sleeves. So like, mm. I could take mine out, and then let's say you get. Yours blown up or you die. Yeah, I could put mine in you and now. I'm you, Got and it. now I'm in your body, but I'm still me. Right, right. And then again, the ultra rich people just keep growing themselves right, and right. their kids New and sleeves. whatever. So yeah, they just yeah. like they live forever. And then all yeah. these other people are just trying to get by and right. whatever.
2: Yeah. Do they grow larger breasts and bigger cocks too? They probably could yeah. if they really They don't wanted. talk. They don't explore that in the show. Uh, no, <laughs> it's probably because the guy who plays Falcons on the show. <laughs> Stupid. He took up a little too much, <laughs> little too much uh, budget, real estate, yeah, yeah. with the writing. So, um, yeah, I know you said that a bunch of times. My stepdad yeah. said that a bunch of times too. But is it worth watching if you don't watch the second season? Is it? Oh of... yeah, if, if 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 you were done on the first season, which oh, okay. I thought it was, I'm like, oh, okay, that's okay. fine.
1: And then they're like season two, and I'm like, cool. I'm like, wait, this is like totally mm, not the same. Mm, so. Faltered carbon, huh? Yeah, but this first and the out the episodes are like an
2: hour. So okay. Um, highly recommend it. We got to finish that show, Cursed, which is definitely—it's not even a guilty what pleasure. About the sixth day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't, I don't, I don't love it, but I'm what, interested. What? That show, Cursed, I was telling you about oh. on Netflix. It's like I'm probably it, gonna pass. <laughs> it really is just okay, but it's but now it's like it moves so the pacing is so fast. That's part of it too. It's not slow, which is nice. So it's like a lot of times, just like old '80s action movies, they're they're moving. Shit's happening so fast, you're just kind of along for the spectacle, you know. But yeah. Um, if you sit to think about it for more than a few minutes, you guys eh, kind of sucks, but whatever. Yeah. Still better than hunters. <laughs> <laughs> um, we end the episode on kind of a weird, one of those weird mini recaps. It's like, why do you do this the last three minutes? It's pointless. But, um, the NYC college of technology in August, 2016, uh, a paper is published that consciousness exists beyond humans. So, uh, and, and also that was like the first time it became a popular theory that the universe itself is made up of consciousness and is aware of itself. So the universe is its own consciousness, right? And we are all all Parts things in it are part tiny right. aspects yeah, of right. it, right? So classic Men in Black, exactly. Um, and the repeated reincarnation that happens is because this consciousness is trying to learn from its own mistakes and learn yeah. learn about itself, basically, which is a very mind boggling concept, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and yes, we are just in those two little marbles that the way bigger uh, aliens are playing with. Um, but uh, that's a pretty—it's a pretty weird way to end the show, where it's like, "Hey, and the universe might be." It's like <laughs> maybe you should have like this would have been the perfect way to start the show, mm-hmm. you know? Like because it kind of they put all of this in a modern perspective at the very end when it's like you should have they gave one example of the kid at the beginning. It's like that's a hyper micro example, right? Like let's talk about the concept of this or you could have cold open with the kid and then gone right into this yeah, too yeah. right instead of let's talk about religious reincarnation you know it's like no the show is at its best when it introduces something modern and goes here's evidence for it in the past yeah, right yeah. but whatever um they also finish on a as usual an oddly disturbing note like a what if it's bad too like they go is this you know we're, we're the aliens um trying to guide us through reincarnation they create this process or whatever or are we being used as like puppets by the aliens right. to do their bidding? And it's like, okay, why do you guys have to end on a bummer like that? I don't know, it's yeah. weird. But um I also don't think that's a again, that's a very roundabout weird long game way to do things. But I guess if if you can time travel and shit, if you're that advanced and kind of exist outside of space time, then you can <laughs> then you can fucking uh install these very long processes that won't really trigger anyone to think something weird's going on, like the Matrix, I guess, yeah. and just kind of tra- skip over and see, hey, let's see what happened in 4,000 yeah, yeah. years at a time or just something like that. ensure a surprise we're still going. I know. <laughs> it's very late. And we are wrapping up. He's on Inland Empire time right It'll now. Ketchup <laughs> on the line, lo- or yes. on uh, goes Where It Goes yes. Up. From when It Goes Up. Ah, cream pie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for The Replicants, which wasn't really about Replicants, no. except in a very broad it's sense. was a liar of an episode. Yes. Uh, as a quick, as a as a as a wrapping ra- thought, yo yo yo, got a big old dick. No, as a as a wrap up thought, have you ever had memories of a life that you don't know that isn't like just a dream? No, you never had past life, or I mean, I haven't either. I was just curious if like no, you knew no. anyone or had any experience like that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, just Great. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of nodding yeah, with I other was dogs. A dog, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe some guys, you know. Right. Uh, the language looks Swedish around there. Yeah, no, yeah but that's nice. No, finish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, please finish. <laughs> on my face, thank you.
2: That's what the female, do- uh, yeah, no. female dog Yeah, said to <laughs> you. Uh, well, I'm finish. gay in the male world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of Probing Ancient Aliens. Make sure and, and support, support us on, on Patreon.com slash Probing Aliens. aliens. Get and get two exclusive, exclusive podcasts every single month. month subscribe to the podcast tell your friends about the podcast follow us on social media at Probing aliens on Twitter at probing ancient aliens on Facebook and Instagram and uh,
0: next week I forgot to write down one so they come come-guzzle. yes it's, it's, it's season 12 episode 15 whatever that is just yes. so get excited uh, cream pie yeah edit that man get, get it get it bye <laughs> I-